0: happening weirdos this is zach braff this is the third time zach braff the incredible the incomparable the talented the wonderful zach braff whose new movie a good person is available on demand and you should absolutely check that out we talk about that a little bit but not so much that it would spoil it or ruin it and uh, you will love it check out a good person on demand right now do it not right now listen to this right now and then tonight with popped corn american popcorn uh, but this is the first time that Zach has been on in person and it made a huge difference We totally bro out we came we became besties in real time And i'm so glad that you guys get to hear that and enjoy that. I love this conversation I'm, so glad you're here Uh, only a couple things to plug up top. I'm on the road go to petehomes.com If you want to come see me do stand-up new york city is coming up or actually that just came up By the time this is out that that just happened. So you missed that uh but they are new dates denver san not san francisco st louis there's lots of stuff coming up go to PeteHolmes.com. all sorts of cities uh and then after this tour after the where were we tour i'm going to start a new tour called the is this anything tour which is going to be my new material tour uh which i'll be working stuff out that's going to be super fun too so all of those dates will be on PeteHolmes.com. I'm also at Largo in Los Angeles once a month. Go to Largo-LA.com for that. If you're gonna be in LA, the next one is August 5th. Always incredible. One musical guest and several wonderful comedians. The last one was awesome. Go hope, and I, Zach was at one. We talk about that. Zach was recently at one, and we, well, that's, I think that's how we open the episode. Also, if you wanna support the show, it means so much. Try a product, try a Pete's Pick. We do ads a little bit differently. We do ads for things that I actually use and actually adore, like the perfect jean. As you guys know, I love perfect jeans. I was hanging out with my friend Katie Lowe's, and she was like, oh, are those your comfort jeans? She called them my comfort jeans, which I thought were funny. The perfect jean. And yes, they were, because they're the only pants I wear. They look incredible. They feel incredible, they're soft as a baby's bottom, they got 2% spandex, 2.5% rayon for extra comfort and movement that your man parts require, but they look like incredible designer jeans with very, very wonderful, very, very wonderful craftsmanship. I never have to replace them. They stay together. They're well-built. They fit fantastic. They come in all different cuts and colors and styles. They even have a khaki color, which is my new favorite, but it's made from the same spare your nuts material. They stretch. They're so comfy. You could sleep in them, but they look so good. I've literally worn them to movie premieres. It doesn't matter. They look fantastic. No one needs to know your comfy little secret. So Check them out, guys. It's a great way to support the show and to support your lower limbs. The Perfect Gene for the Perfectly Imperfect Men. 20% off when you use code WEIRDO at checkout. WEIRDO, not weird, WEIRDO. So liberate your lower limbs with the one and only Perfect Gene. Go to www.theperfectgene.nyc. That's the J E A N dot N Y C, and use code WEIRDO for 20% off at checkout. You'll be glad you did. Literally the only pants that I wear. Also, speaking of game changers, I gave some to Zach, I believe on air, modern mammals. Guys, I hate shampoo. I never used to wash my hair. That was my secret. I think Zach says on this episode, that was his secret as well. If you want your hair to look good, you just don't wash it. You rinse it, you don't wash it. And Kat, my wonderful friend who cuts my hair, last time she cut it, she was like, yuck, please cut your hair. And that happens. I do TV shows and stuff and there's product in it. I gotta wash it, but I also need it to look good. But I didn't want to use regular shampoo because that meant it was clean, sure, but it also looked like dried out fluffy shit for two days. And so many guy friends I know, we talk about this, this is the problem. Unmanageable, dried out, thin, brittle hay on my head. Terrible, so I didn't know what to do. This all changed for real, for real, when I found Modern Mammals. It's now the only shampoo I use. It's like a non-shampoo that somehow cleans your hair, but leaves it per like a perfect hair day. It still has structure. It's got that wave, still got some of its natural moisture and it stays in place and looks incredible. It's a good hair day in a bottle. It's not about cleaning your hair. It's about cleaning your hair and giving you a perfect hair day. Now I wash it when I want it to look good. Instead, I used to wash it and wait four days for it to look normal again. Now I get it on command. My hair regimen is the opposite of what it used to be. uh, And now I wash it every couple days. Friggin love it. Uh, over 40,000 guys have switched to this instead of traditional shampoo. You got to see the reviews for this product. They're insane. Guys get more excited about this than anything. It blows my mind. Once you use it, you'll be hooked for life. I've already gotten so many friends in my life using it. They'll never go back to a regular shampoo and neither will you. And it's a small punk rock company, uh, company, they're grassroots. These were guys who just were fed up with shampoo and wanted to get it right specifically for men. They have bars for that no plastic thing, which works fantastic with no fragrance, or the bottle for a more traditional shampoo experience. It's like gray magic mud that I love, and it's six seconds a day that I spend to get perfect hair. Do it. Like, don't wait. Do it. Go to modernmammals.com weird, and you can get a special combo deal and try both the bar and the bottle for a reduced price of 44 bucks. That's the bar and the bottle. By the way, both the bar and the bottle last a really, really long time. So this one purchase will be good for a long while. Modernmammals.com slash weird. All right, everybody. Hope to see you on the road. Hope to see you at Largo. Enjoy the return in person of Zach Braff. Get into it. It
1: looks like something happened and then there was a quick, we got to get out of here and there.
0: The the person who lives here now, my friend Kate will love that you. Oh, someone lives there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We rented
1: to our friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Zero. It looks a little bit like something's occurred. We need to get the fuck out of here.
0: Can I I say... director respecter i'm a director respecter right now i'm respecting a director yes how because so. if you were doing set design right. and you were like i want the house to look like something i happened. always think that do you think like that? you you noticed though you i i can't go into her business but yes something like there was yes. a shift yes and you can tell from i can the tell space. as a
1: filmmaker if i was set dressing a set I would go, we would, we would scout that and go, oh, I love how this is like that. You see how that's like that? Do that. Yeah. Oh, do you notice how this is like like the calendar, like the whiteboards half wiped off? Yeah. Like, I love that. Don't do, fix it. Don't do, do that. When we're don't scouting locations, started. I'm sure you do this too. When we're scouting for, for shooting locations, I'm always like taking thousands of pictures and I'm walking around the production designer like, do you see that? Do you see how there's the bowl with the change and four M Ms and a light bulb in the in the kitchen. I want that. Don't you? Don't just cut. Take a picture of that. I want that. Can I want I, Four M Ms. That has to be one of the joys. No one ever notices it, it in that, the film, but no, I, no, they do. Well, in the Tim macro, Tim in the Burton, macro, Tim
0: Burton, maybe. Big Fish. They put that that they put the car in the tree. There's a moment where they put the car in the tree, and this was back when CGI was pretty bad. So he was right to be like, we're not going to CGI it. But he said something that I always think about: re: colon film which is, you know, you don't know that you know, but you know. right Here's one, the sheets are always too clean. I know I'm watching a movie because the sheets look like they were just put on that
1: bed. Brand Here's new
0: spanking sheets.
1: Here's one. Set for stun. The streets are always wet, but not the cars, just the asphalt, because it looks pretty at night. I'm talking during a night scene, this is gonna bother everyone who doesn't know this, if you're not in the film they industry. Hose it down. This will now bother you if you're not in the film industry for the rest of time, I'm sorry. Um, at night, it's way prettier if the streets have some sheen. Yeah. So they wet down the asphalt. Yeah. The asphalt is always wet, but it's not like it's rained because if you look at the cars or, or anything else, none of that's wet.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I love this. I would argue, though, two things. One, I think people do notice the the bowl with the... Oh, I bowl. notice... If the set design is so good that I'm like, did they just walk in a house? Sorry. I'm, I'm so excited. Also, don't shave the actors. Stop it. Stop giving them free haircuts. Shaving the actors. I cast a guy who looked like a fucking schlub. And then he comes in and goes, "Clean me up. I'm going to be on TV." Fuck you. Yeah. I didn't book a guy who's here to yeah. be on TV. I yeah. booked you because you look like a, a stand-up comedian who works an open mic. Yeah. But, what about the and,
1: woman going to bed in full makeup? That's very common. What about tur- <laughs> what about turning on the light when he answered the phone? Yeah. I was just watching American What about Gates getting or- up on- What about getting hung-, hung up on? And you hear the did 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 di- di- like like no, we're not in the eighties. I just watched <laughs> Tommy Boy. And it's to great
0: effect. Tommy Boy, by the way, holds up. It's fantastic. Uh, and Rob Lowe is pretending to be on the phone. And as he's putting the phone down, he goes, eh, 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 eh. But it's perfect. You wouldn't, you wouldn't change a thing. Do you want to thing. keep going with these? I do because I abhor. don't cover your breasts. Don't cover your
1: breasts. Yeah, I don't cover don't your get breasts.
0: A, I look, I'm not trying to see breasts. I'm saying there's other ways than to have the woman sit up with the sheet to her thing. That's not how right. we're. Your movie, by the way, a good person. Very intimate. The intimacy scenes are very legit and real and well blocked. I don't thank even you. want to say blocked, because they don't feel blocked. Yeah. They feel like intimacy. Yeah. There's you. laughing. Yeah. There's natural. like natural. It, it feels like these people have had sex before. Yeah. It's not like a. You know what I mean? They've been and dating you for years. Sh- You
1: don't need to show a thing. No. In Isn't fact, it, it funny when it, you look yeah. back at these '80s movies? There was always a fuck scene. It was like if it, it was to, R, if yeah. it was R, it was Hard like art. when's the fuck scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny looking back now? And when and when it's not a thing anymore. Obviously, there's sex if it's if it's if it feels justified for the most part. Yeah, but 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 then then they always kind of cut away. You don't sit in the fuck scene, <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> Those 80s movies... In the movies, 80s,
0: you did. Yeah, you Terminator, watched them fuck. Terminator 1. Yeah. Full
1: cupping yeah. of breasts, And breasts like And there was, always, it was always, always Venetian blinds with the light coming of through. Of course.
0: <laughs> Cops were always peering out of them, and boobies were always glistening
1: under them. Venetian blinds were the only blinds in the 1980s. <laughs> I think now you can... Yeah, it was hard to have a sex scene in the 80s without Venetian blinds. Anyone who fucked in an 80s movies had light coming through their Venetian blinds. That's what
0: motels had?
1: No, I think it was just a style of light that you'd get this nice uh, pattern. Yeah. We call it a gobo. You'd get a, a nice gobo pattern. I've been to gobo. <laughs> Don't wait till you can afford it. Go to gobo. I'm jumping. You, I have so much to talk to you about. I'm worried about getting it in 90 minutes. I will do one more. One more film thing. What? Like we're doing film things, remember? Okay, one more.
0: Um, uh, suitcases, put yeah. something in them, weigh them I down hate a little that. bit. That is yeah. such a pet I feel like maybe we've done this before.
1: We haven't, but you and I are so similar in so many ways. Cups, put something in it. Yeah, I've been a victim of that. I've seen Scrubs episodes where I clearly don't have anything in the cup.
0: <laughs> I like that you go. I don't have anything. in No, the cup, no, I'm at home going. I've, he doesn't have anything. No, in the cup.
1: I've learned these things. This many years into the business, I always say to the prop person, put can something. you please put weight in the suitcase? Can yeah. you please put yeah. coffee in the coffee cup? Yeah. Um, all right, I'll just go out with a bang and say, I abhor when they remove the rear view mirror in the car. Uh, can I, yes, and that
0: to the hardest <laughs> extent and say, who the fuck do you think you're making a movie for? Removing the headrest. Headrest as well. You think you can remove the headrest? Yeah. Headrest and rearview mirror. And I'm just going to be watching the movie yeah. and go, I guess they just don't have headrests. Yes. I guess they don't have a rearview mirror. And no <laughs> rearview mirror and they're just cruising with no problem. I hate it. Get out of my life. I have to
1: say it in production meetings like when you to- when you get to the talking about the car scene, do not please do not remove yeah. the rearview mirror.
0: Well, you're going... Okay, that, that was my other point. We when can go on and on and on. When us, you're going to... Let me ask you this.
1: We should do a podcast called Things Pete and Zach... Don't like about movies? Don't like as movie conventions. I mean,
0: I think people enjoy... I, I watched a, a YouTube recently that was like... It was like seven things you... Uh, I'm writing a movie that's a little bit like Liar Liar. So I was like watching Liar Liar YouTube. So right. I love sc- script analysis. Scene. I love right, it. It's right. like
1: free film school. It's yeah. awesome. Very good Very good, and very good for uh, free access to, to young, the young folks coming out. I up. know. Are you kidding me?
0: You couldn't do that? No. You can literally go like, what's a three-act structure? And not only will someone tell you, they'll tell you and it'll be like entertaining. It'll
1: like, be beautifully produced.
0: And they'll cut the fat and they're jumping around and they're making you laugh. It's yeah. like... In school, like film school, yeah. even film school would be a snooze. It would be film like school was a snooze. <laughs> I went. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I don't. It's remember. a
1: snooze. It's a snooze. The only thing I remember. <laughs> the only thing I remember was make. Only the way I remember learning at all, at all was making something. Was making things. Of course. The the most valuable thing was that they had a a, a room filled with equipment that you could borrow from a very hostile uh, group of people.
0: You mean the guys signing it
1: out? Like yeah, they release locker. Yeah, it was always like tough. Breath. Yeah, sign that out. You're not at the level where you can get the 16 millimeter camera. Let me see you load the magazine. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I just want. I knew you couldn't. I knew you just you exposed couldn't do it. You just exposed a whole film's worth of <laughs> a film of me shooting my own nads. Yeah. So fuck that guy that. calls them nads. I um. You didn't yeah. like film school. I liked the people. I loved Northwestern. I really enjoyed going there. Um, but I would say to anyone who asks me, do not... If you want to go have a liberal arts education, of course, have that experience. Yeah. But if you are 1,000% positive you want to make movies, just go. don't make- go to film school. Go P.T. Anderson. Go QT. Go make movies. Go P.A. Go, go ZB. Go P.A. Well, ZB did go. Well, I, I also
0: i go to pennsylvania Oh, you mean go
1: be a production Go assistant. to pennsylvania
0: no i went i was a production assistant i pa'd on i was saying videos. go be paul thomas anderson because he dropped out of oh. film school and quentin tarantino didn't go to film school I'm yeah, i sure. think
1: the thing you need especially now that the gear is so much more accessible back then it was also like i don't know they have all this gear and they're going to give me access to it in classes now it's all so accessible and and so much cheaper and easier let me ask you go ahead this on your i'm here to answer any your questions. sandwich Put this on your
0: sandwich, and then I'll watch you eat it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about inciting incidents happens on, what is it, 15? 30. Oh, 30.
1: oh, New World is 30. I don't follow much of that. I, I mean, you, But I, it, does it end up happening anyway? Of course. Yeah. And
0: I find that if you don't do it... For those you, wondering, we're talking about classic film structure. Sorry.
1: I didn't mean to interrupt. Here's an example of... I think if you... You fall into that if you're telling a decent story because we've all anything we've all ever seen follows that structure.
0: Isn't that weird? It is. Isn't it weird that like story like does have like a
1: DNA like it's a thing? Well, what happens is if you go and test your movie and you haven't and you're not entering the new world in thirty minutes, the audience will be like it's slow. Yeah, and they don't know why necessarily unless they're in the film industry but what they're responding to is their entire life of conditioning, that at 30 minutes in, the first 30 was establishing the way things are, and then then, then there's an inciting innocent, and then at 30 minutes in, I enter a new world. I I go You take the red pill. I take the red pill. It's on page 30, by the way. I'm sure.
0: But I'm not sure because I I resent the one minute one page thing when I write. If you're
1: listening to this and you've never heard what we uh, heard
0: this, if this is boring, just start masturbating. Well, if this or, is boring. Well, masturbate <laughs> anyway. Just have
1: your hand on it
0: while we talk. <laughs> we
1: can't see you.
0: You should just be going yeah, down now. Especially down. if you're in your car.
1: Especially if you're a lady. No cleanup. Just do it. Oh my god. Just he, do it. Just began. Can you imagine Listen.
0: if there was zero consequence? You could just. Yeah. yeah.
1: I never thought about the
0: zero consequence. Zero consequence. I dated a woman who could make herself without touching it. So she'd just be at the beach, like, squeak, squeak, scratch. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little. I want to hear that
1: podcast. I do too. You're on it. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to tell your audience that uh, here's the easiest way to watch it in movies. Mm. Um, When you're watching a movie, um, the first 30 minutes will be this is the way things have been. And then. And then something happens, and now I have to go on some sort of a quest or some sort of new thing is going to happen, like the red pills, the ultimate example. Um, you'll watch and almost to the second, that will be thirty minutes in.
0: That's right. I Val and I, she's a screenwriter as well. We like to just look at we'll, we'll just if I pause it when something big happens and unpause it, she knows I was just checking the the yeah, time. because yeah. I want to see where it is around 30. But the matrix is a good one. The other ones we're missing is there's a call so that Morpheus wants to meet you. And in in the Matrix, the the refusing the call is is a big step. I don't follow that at all. I I believe you, but no,
1: but but I'm I'm saying if it I was, happens in your movie, if ha- I,
0: in a good person, she I'm refuses sh- the call. She no. puts the the pamphlet on her. That's refusing yes. the
1: call. Oh wow! See, that's cool that you yeah. did that. No, analysis. no, that's what I'm doing for fun. No, I think that's cool. I know, I know, I, actually, you gave me a little bit of goosebumps on my arm. Isn't because, that fun? Because here's the thing. I think if you're writing a giant studio movie for a ton of money, you have an obligation to follow that structure probably to the T because you're trying to maximize your audience. I think when you're telling a personal story, that's more independent, tell, just tell the story as good as possible. Now what's going to happen just intrinsically is that you're going to follow some of those conventions because that's how that's every movie we've all ever seen. Right. For the most part. It's like,
0: it's even your dreams sort of like your better dreams have like some sort of flow to
1: even them. the way you tell a story if you come yeah. home to your wife and you go, I have the craziest fucking story to tell you what happened to right. today
0: it's gonna follow a structure it even follows a <laughs> modern structure let's say I come into your apartment and I just go you, I, I am not. You're not. You're not going to believe what just happened to me. I just got cut off by like a, a biker gang threw a chicken in my window, and then I go, "Sorry, let me start at the beginning." Yes. that's movies. That's yes. movies now. Yes. you put on a movie now. It starts in the action scene. It's like, ah! yeah, five minutes I earlier. Should, I should probably tell you how early. I got here. Yeah, exactly. Freeze frame. <laughs> it's Ratatouille. He's jumping out the window with the cookbook on his head and goes. Let's back up.
1: Well, because you have to- Wait a minute. Now more than ever, you don't get a lazy first 30 minutes. Well, that's why, speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson, when I watched- God, you really like Paul
0: Thomas Anderson. Well, he's only come up twice. (laughs) Give me another 45 minutes. Let's see how we do. But did you see Licky Pete's? Licorice Pizza? Um, I did. That movie, I really enjoyed it. And I'm pretty sure that movie had almost no- attempt at what we're talking about yes like it opens if you are delighted by like incredible acting and dialogue and an interesting camera move which is asking a lot let me put it let me put this to you i watch uh fast and furious movies like i got this was years ago but i've never seen one i got stoned and i was like i'm just gonna watch a fast and the furious movie and i couldn't zach everything look no disrespect to vinnie d but i'm just
1: saying He's, the he's, the amount he's of, okay. He's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. Yeah. I got a billion dollars. He made a billion while, have you've, a, while you've begun this anecdote. Since you've <laughs> begun your sentence, I made time billion dollars. Is that Did you Vin say Dizel? time billion? Is, is that a Vin <laughs> Diesel it is impression? Hey, me, Groot. It sounds- hey, it's me, Groot. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Vin the Diesel's Iron work. Giant. I honestly don't know Vin Diesel's work, so I don't know if. I do
0: a pretty good Morgan Freeman watching. That a movie sounds last like night. Morgan
1: Freeman. Go ahead. Here's Morgan Freeman calling. I do a you. really good Morgan Freeman. Well, go ahead. We'll see. <laughs> no, there's the pressure's on. You do <laughs> no, lots no. of good things. I don't know if it's. No, Morgan. no, no.
0: Hello, Zach. It's me, Morgan, calling. I was very happy to see that the movie came out, it was very good. And I was
1: pleased Not with the a with the way that Pete? you edited yeah. it. Enjoying your impression, but this we is Morgan Freeman. No, Hello. I, I think you're. Hello, the, Pete. You're this is Morgan s- Freeman. Sounds
0: like David Attenborough. I think we should do. I this am the imp- guy that, that talked about as Morgan Freeman. <laughs>
1: I want to talk about my, the penguins.
0: <laughs> my, every time the movie, because your movie is intense. Like anybody that hasn't seen a good person, go watch it. Yeah, please watch a good but person. But push, I'm, gonna, I'm not just going to say push. Emotionally, so it's successful
1: as a movie. You have to stay with it for the first 30, 40 minutes. But why? why that seems like you're implying that that's going to take some... Efforting effort. only.
0: Let's put it this way. I mean this as a compliment. It's Sorry. succeeding as a movie. And it's very heavy. Yes. And then around the time that Morgie Free starts kind of coming more in the story, you go, oh, it's redemption. Yeah. You think, is he making Babel? Remember Babel? I do remember Babel, yeah. Is this a Babel? Is Zach just going like, don't forget, like the world's fucking crazy and no, things go think, crazy. No, I okay,
1: that's good advice to people. The movie is not, um, the movie has humor in it. It but uses it is, humor all the time. But it is certainly- You think
0: I like this shit?
1: It's, <laughs> it's certainly
0: (laughs) yours was great by the way
1: it's certainly uh an intense film it features two very uh, heartbreaking performances by florence pugh and morgan freeman oh my god her share yeah
0: forget it yeah it's not a spoil there she has a little there's a lot of great monologues and she has one that you're like like try not to cry it's an incredibly successful
1: yeah. movie she is uh, astonishing but at the moment you're talking about is is one of the most powerful things i've ever seen i guess i'm I, I, I know i'm biased but fucking hell that performance in that moment is one of the best things i've ever seen
0: oh speed agree but also one of the things you do what speed agree i agree very quickly <laughs> It's something we used to say, Laura Gutten and I, a great writer, but a way, sorry, when again. we were in writer's rooms, would go speed agree. It means I, I accept your pitch. We don't have to talk about it.
1: Are you always in a good mood?
0: No. I love you seeing you. You seem like such
1: a happy human being. This is like that joke. You're uh, like a dose of fucking serotonin. I'm
0: sunlight. I love this. This is like that speed joke. Speed agree. Lions, there. I saw Louis say it. Scandal noted, but on on the show, Louis, he's telling a street
1: <laughs> joke. Scandal noted. Scandal you noted. have all these little Tourette's syndrome. You have a like? podcast. You have a podcast. You have to say scandal noted. I I'm going I'm to adopt it. We don't know how to talk about things like that. That's Please how you just
0: skip it. Look, the whole podcast would just be like, I understand the nuance of it. You
1: have to just be like, oh scandal I, noted. You know, I'm often asked about films that have influenced me. Uh, yeah and I... Scandal noted. I, I ha- Annie Hall. <laughs> I don't know how to talk about Annie Hall. Annie Hall was like... Scandal noted. Annie Hall was like one of the most pivotal films of my whole childhood. It was my father's favorite movie. My father would project it. Somehow he got a print, and we weren't like a rich family with a movie theater. He got a print somehow and was projecting it on the living room wall at a dinner party. Mm. This is how much the movie impacted my life, and I'd go do press for a good person and. I don't know. I'm not allowed to talk about, understandably, Woody Allen. I get it, but I need the expression scandal noted because it's weird to remove it from my entire history. I completely agree. And as people that
0: I know that have complicated relationships with family members, we all know the gear, scandal noted. I love my dad, scandal noted. You know what I'm saying? Right. We know that nuance.
1: It's not new. But I don't know how to... We're trying to bring it into pop culture. I I, like the scandal noted thing, but I don't know... on my podcast, on my podcast, we usually just skip it or cut it yeah. if we because we we don't want to upset anyone. We're in the business of ho- hoping that, that you'll spend an hour and a half with us and laugh and smile, and we don't want to upset anyone. Yeah, I understand, but at the same time, I do find ourselves, myself, going, "Oh, let's just cut that." Like it doesn't, I we you know, what's the point? Well, you're
0: doing risk reward, but. Right, I mean, the risk of keeping it in is upsetting people, and the reward is very small. Well,
1: uh, what you're, what I like about your little scandal noted thing is it goes, I know what you're thinking, but also we want to express ourselves freely.
0: Well, you don't want to gaslight anyone, too. I, I would wager that one of the worst things about trauma is the denial of the trauma. I've said this a million times, but w- when I would watch a zombie movie as a kid, it wasn't the zombies that were scary. it's said no one believed the person that was like, "There's zombies! Right. Like, you escape, and you go in a house, and everyone's having dinner, and you're like... There's zombies and they're like, all right, Dan, and they're all dead ten minutes right. later. That so what I'm saying is to acknowledge pain, conflict, tragedy, trauma. Yes, and just say, I know. Got it. Makes it not a non gaslight. Now we're not acting like Woody Allen is not a complicated person, or or that I can say Louis C could say Louis C K said this joke. Right. We say scandal noted.
1: Okay. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to steal it if that's okay. Do I? You're not say, stealing it if it's a gift. Did you make it? And up? You'll notice there's no gift receipt in there. Did did you make it? You're out? keeping it. Where's my gift bag? This show feels. <laughs> you do get this I, show feels fancy enough that we, that you'd get gift bags. Modern mammals.
0: We have the same hair type. That shampoo is going to knock your dick off.
1: Do you know that um, you sold me something that I on your podcast that? Yeah, I, no, I know.
0: You love. You loved. Del- did you get was, a cold plunge?
1: I just got a I just got a couple. but I don't think I got the brand that you advertised what. but what I did get is one of the um, all everything you need to eat. Yeah, cachava, chi- you got cachava. cachava. You sold me you successfully sold me cachava.
0: But you, you and I are similar dudes. This is what you want. Shake that up and drink
1: it. I have a really good um, self-help book for you too that's like 70 years old. What's it called? Cuz 70 years ago. I got to look it up.
0: It's come in the 1950s. Okay? A 1950 self-help book. Yeah. It's like, you're not. Tell that dame to shut her yap. I and get you, in the car. You, this is the first public um smoke a cigarette, do a belt of scotch, and you'll feel like a man again. You'd think it would be that. <laughs> you honestly-
1: Salute the flag. I want to tell your audience Give the finger to most of Europe. Here you go. How to Stop <laughs> Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie wrote the more famous How to Win Friends and Influence oh, People. Oh, okay. Um now I, you I listen to podcasts and I um am drawn to things about anxiety and worry and this book came up a few times and I thought that's funny, it's from like nineteen fifty. How could it be relevant? Yeah. And it's I'm 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 I wanna sell it to you. I wanna read it. Because I find it more helpful than most <laughs> and um and I It's cause he's like, let's get down to brass tacks, boys. Well, oh. it's just universal oh. truths. Yeah, the things that are causing us to worry and the fr- and the and the the framing in our mind of the way data comes through our eyeballs into our brain every day and how we receive it is the same from from nineteen fifty. Yeah, uh, yeah. Occasionally, he'll say some word that you're like, we don't use that word anymore. Right, right. Not a racist word, but just like an expression that you're right, like. right. Um, but it's just funny and fascinating that his tips and tricks and and uh, anecdotes are, are are more relevant than ever.
0: Yes, I'm with you. I, I I think truth
1: is truth is truth, and we're kind of doing a lot of rediscovering. Yes, and that stoicism wasting. as an example. Yeah. He's pulling from stoicism, which is which is now everywhere and right. wonderful right. and helpful. Right. But he's referencing, you know, uh, Marcus Aurelius uh, in, in the 1950s. How,
0: how frustrating is it that Marcus Aurelius figured these things out? <laughs> Yeah, And we, we still want to find out for ourselves. But it, stoicism, to me, is reduced to like, you can't control what happens, but you can control how you respond yes. to what happens. Yes. I think of you almost every time I exercise, because you said the other two times you were on the podcast, it was the only thing that came up both times. And I was like, that's a big breath, Big breath." What is it's it? It's a big breath, Big breath. Love, Zach.
1: Speed agree. What is
0: it? It's uh, exercise would put me out of business, is what yes. your therapist said. Yeah. So whenever I get on my uh, whatever exercise
1: thing i'm like this is this is mental health yeah it is and everybody
0: was saying that but why did i have to figure that out i've
1: reframed it in my brain for thinking of it like you you know you think you you if one takes any depressant like think of this just as another piece of your medication yeah you have to exercise or you're not going to be as happy
0: It's insane. I've said this on the show before, but I I got a Peloton. I noticed the character in a good person. Yeah, I have one too. Yeah, riding a Peloton, and I was like, I wonder if Zach has a Peloton. I also wanted to know if you do EFT, which is the thing that Molly Shannon sort of makes fun
1: of. (laughs) Well, she makes fun of me because she doesn't understand it. I'm. I did it once. Um, uh, my stepmother is very into it, and she learned how to do it. And I was having a very stressful moment, and I happened to be with her, and she starts doing it with me. Yeah. And I'm rolling my eyes and being like, "This is like weird witchcraft." Yeah. And it did, in fact, calm me down. Yeah. And so
0: tell the people what it is because no one knows what we're talking about.
1: It's um emotional freedom technique. Well, it's tapping on different um, pressure points on your your body. Um, and uh, there's plenty of YouTube videos where you can watch people doing it and talking you through it, or if you can afford to do so, find someone in your where you live who does it. I'm very interested to, to do it. Um, I just happened to have a stepmother who had learned, and um, it's it's um, it's okay. tapping in several places on on your face and yeah. on your chest and. Uh, I think of it almost like acupuncture, but doing it with your fingers. Yeah, without a needle.
0: Yeah, and then there's a there's a component. The way that I learned it, I'm trying to remember, it's this, this, this. Did you this, find this, Did you find this, help this, from it? This.
1: Oh, oh my god! I do this one all the time is that one this is one and it just it seems it's like fucking what's his name in, in the scorsese movie it's just a simple thing just give yourself a handful of taps on the chest like this and it kind of calms you down
0: val's always putting her hand just on her chest like a gentle hand on chest i i find that i had an acting coach for scenes where you have to cry they're like just put a hand on your chest and say like it's safe you can you can open up here it's okay like that. did not work that crazy Oh, yeah, it are work great. It feels
1: nice. If you're doing sort of yoga or something like that, and someone will say, like, I put a hand on your, on your, on your heart and a hand on your belly, and that just feels nice.
0: Getting in your body, I think I'm going to say for guys like us, I think we're top-down guys. You think about the world? You out there thinking about it, or are you, you kind of in your body?
1: I mean, am I in my head? or
0: Bottom up. Means like body first, like feeling, feeling ground feeling in your body, sensory, mm. and top down is like I think about how this is going more than oh, I'm. Oh, I'm a
1: huge thinker. I'm a huge yeah. worrier. I yeah. really. This book is, is uh, I've always had anxiety. I've always I've had OCD. I've been diagnosed with OCD. I, I think I have OCD. I don't even fucking. I'm questioning it all now. But mm. I, I definitely am someone who. I, I've gone through my whole life thinking everyone worries and overthinks things at this level. And it's only like 48 years old that I'm like, oh, no, it's, it really isn't everyone. Which, by the way, <laughs> going back to Annie Hall, that scene where he's in the mo- line at the
0: movie theater and he addresses the guy behind him. yeah, That was our party in the
1: USA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> What do you mean?
0: The way people feel about the song Party in the USA, oh, I feel about that.
1: <laughs> being able to grab Marshall McLuhan from behind a, a poster?
0: <laughs> I just mean, I'm like you, overthinking, analyzing, what does it mean? What did right. that mean? How did it go? Did I do it right? And that moment where Woody Allen addresses, is anybody else hearing this guy? Yeah. Like, And, and yeah. I, my whole life... So it's wonderful that we were able to love movies because popcorn is the loudest movie snack, right. slurping on straws. Back in the 80s, it was totally in bounds to be like, that's got a heart." <laughs> I remember we saw uh, the, the Kevin Costner Robin Hood. And like, first of all, you had to have a joke for every preview. Everybody had a joke. Bring a pillow, you know, stuff oh, like that. yelling stuff out. Everybody. And then this guy, my brother and I still say this to this day. It's the opening scene in the movie where he's in the jail and he's going to get his Which hand movie? cut off. Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves. Okay. It fades up, and the guy goes Bangladesh. <laughs> he just yells Bangladesh, and then the Chiron comes in and says Jerusalem, and then he goes Jerusalem.
1: <laughs> like he, he took he took the correction. I can't go to I can't go to the movies. Like this that.
0: is what I'm saying. I'm too sensitive, yeah. but the whole world is like that. I like, don't think they are. I think that- Oh, I don't mean the whole world is like that. I mean the whole world is like that to me.
1: Oh, yes. I'm saying it took a long time for me to go, um, not everyone has this particular um, neuroses. Yeah. I, did
0: I say this to you last time? I was like, art is highly sensitive people reporting back to the rest of the group what reality is like for them.
1: Wow, that's beautifully sensitive. Isn't so. that you, right? You didn't make that up, did I made you? that up. That what am been, I? Was that Marcus Aurelius? Seneca.
0: <laughs> Wait, say it again. I like that. Art is highly sensitive people reporting back to the rest of the group what reality is like for them. For them. That's and what's beautiful. crazy is, though, the rest of the group relates because there's a part of them that can kind of...
1: Well, yeah, they see... Get into If it. they made a piece of art, they, they would create something different or it would overlap, but they see, ideally... If they've come to see your art because they like your art, they see a piece of themselves in it. Absolutely. I, I did, in you. I, I so loved seeing your stand-up show. Yeah. I saw it right before you did it live. That's right. W- will it before. be live before, before or after this airs? It'll be out after. Okay. Well, everyone, obviously, your audience is gonna watch. it. But it means it a lot
0: that you liked it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Thanks, and I'm not man.
1: just saying that. I've been thinking about it. I've seen other stand-ups since and not like them as much as you. And I, I thought it was, I thought <laughs> you were so funny. Thanks. Man. And I thought it was everything I like about a stand-up uh, hour or so, in that you made me laugh, but then you moved me. But not you didn't do too much. You, 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 you just a little, just a little, little bit of something.
0: I feel well, we're similar. And you, you
1: had good insights. In addition to being humorous, you, you made me think about things in a new way. I just thought it was masterful. Thanks, man.
0: To give you a compliment in kind, because I do think we're similar and i would even say you influenced me uh with garden state is like there's a certain embarrassment you have to get over sharing what you think is interesting question mark Mm -hmm. like your character is a good person as well say interesting things and there's a certain vulnerability i'll give you an example the guy in the bar it's not a spoiler he says I can I, I won't be able to do the line you will. He goes, We're not even half as much of the people you think some you're yeah. more than you are more of the you're more like what you think we are than we're half of what like there's this brilliant line like that. Yeah. I probably ruined it now. You probably couldn't
1: even I mean, say well, it. you fucked it up so much that I'm I trying know. to think of what the line is.
0: But now, what but. I'm saying is you you lay these lines in and there's a risk. There's a risk to like being clever. I always think of Fight Club where he goes, How's that working out? is what being clever, it's risky. Yeah. But when you can do it, like a like a restaurant that does put Thanksgiving in a chilled dish, and you're just like, God damn, that was Thanksgiving, but it doesn't ru- ruin the reality. Yeah. It doesn't make every character talk the same. Like that guy right. said something clever in that guy's voice. Right. So you did that the same thing. That guy's
1: also pointed in being a very clever person who never got out of the dot local dive bar. Right. And I find that sort of person interesting. I have friends at home in Jersey that are so smart.
0: Well, they're lacking, not lacking, that sounds like they're missing something. I, I they, But what I'm saying they're lacking isn't necessarily good. I'm going to put it as a question. You and I have a compulsion. I'm going to say I have a compulsion to, if I say that, I'm like, I have to share that. If I say art is highly sensitive people reporting to the rest of the group what life is like for them, I'm like, I got to shout that from the rooftops. Some people are wired differently. They can have a, a very clever or brilliant or an interesting, they can have a great song in their heart or a, a movie idea. Right. And they're just kind of like not as neurotically compulsed. Obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah. My, let me put it to you. My shit gets me out of bed. What a gift. It'll wake me up. It'll yeah. make you go like, get up. More than a flight will,
1: yeah. <laughs> like it goes. You well, have. To how write lucky that down. are we that you're doing that? I, 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 I felt that when I was watching your show. I thought we're so we're so lucky that people like you are, are 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 working so hard to to do a performance like that.
0: Well, I feel the same way. And where are you with your work? Are you still compulsed? Compulsed? Is
1: that a word? Compulsed. Do you feel a compulsion? There you, there you go. to do it. Like because I feel a little exhausted after you do the whole cycle of something. I don't know if you're if you're someone who can do your hour and then want to go right back and start again. I oh, don't know. I have a postpartum. Yeah, postpartum yeah. for
0: sure. I just texted someone last night. I was like, like, how is this special? I was like, it's good. You have a postpartum and then you have a vulnerability hangover where you're like, oh no, now they're gonna see it. even though i I stand by it, I'm gonna promote the hell out of it. I want people to see it, but then I'm like, oh, they're gonna see it. Like this is weird
1: yeah I feel that too I don't have the impulse to go right again or I, I direct I'm gonna direct I direct other people's things. I'm gonna direct shrinking um, um, season two once the strike is over with Bill Lawrence that's great um, but I, in terms of like sitting and staring at the blank blinking cursor I, I don't feel a compulsion to do that right away. I did start something um, that I'll go back to but I just it's so hard for me to make something and then release it. And then beg the world to see it and I just you kind of want to go fetal for a while after completely. Did
0: you watch, <laughs> did you watch the Arnold documentary? No, the three part. there was just one part that really stood out where he was like oh, the actors you know they don't want to promote their movies. I go out I promote and I was like, that's what it is. This guy like is unembarrassed by all of it. You know what I mean? He's not the actor who will be in the movie and then doesn't want to do the tour. He's like, I go to Bangladesh. I go to fucking India. I go to Jerusalem. <laughs> like, it's so much run.
1: more. Uh, do, do you feel as someone who does uh, all three things as well that uh, that the, the most vulnerable one is writing? Interesting.
0: I, if you had said acting, I would have quickly speed agreed. Because writing to me is like... Uh, going into the weird cave and there's like a there's like a cauldron and I'm like, I'm sorry, it was the spell, I was under the spell. And even if it's like weird or strange, I'll be like, it came out of the cauldron, you know, right. whereas acting is like, that was your choice. <laughs> like you went like oh, you know, and like everyone's like, well like you mentioned shrinking. What would Jason Siegel have done? He probably would have done that more interestingly or, or better. With writing, I'm just sort of like I have a strange confidence with it, where I'm like, I'm doing it exactly how I would do it. I
1: like that, and no you one would teach do it that in like a
0: course for others. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm shocked. You are one of the voices. You're one of the choices. People are ripping you off. You know, I, I, or, or let's put it in a positive. People have been. You've shaped a generation of writers. People that wouldn't have thought of doing it. That I'm sorry. I know Garden State was a long time ago. I'm just saying, like that's a, a seminal. It's like Goodwill Hunting. You know what I mean? It's Thank like, you. oh shit. Guys, like I know you're a show business guy, but so was fucking Ben and Matt. you know what I mean? Right. but we can do it. like it had a certain our voice was important. our stories were important like we can we can do this. and I think that had a ripple effect. so it's not strange to me, but I'm curious how it feels for you writing.
1: Um, I'm very I, 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 I love having written. <laughs> I find it um, I find I, I find um, it very hard to get my butt in the chair. But then when I get when I get going on something and I'm excited about it, then 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 I'm off to the races. It's yeah. just um, I, I, I don't want to say it doesn't it doesn't come easy to me because that's not true. The truth is that it's a battle for me to uh, put my ass in the chair. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm almost hesitating to say this because I'm in the middle of an experiment and I can't tell you the long term of it. But I've started have I'm, I'm calling it addiction marrying. So I hate starting writing. Mm. Like I love being in the flow, mm. but it's really hard. I'm staring
1: up at the mountain.
0: God, I can't stand it. I've had a movie idea for, it's like my get out at this point. I've had it for like 10 years. It's completely outlined, it's like ready to go. Just write it. Like the outline, the, that's the hard part. What's the story? Like for me, that's the hard part. That looks fun. You know these guys. Yeah.
1: It's easy when you go. Uh, all right, I need you to write a scene Pete Holmes and Zach Braff are in a coffee shop they're yeah. discussing whether they're gonna rob the bank or not Yeah, and uh, and there's a character waitress that comes over and she keeps offering them decaf but they want regular coffee right. go I could right, write right, that right. scene ten times and that's have right. fun with it
0: yeah that's right and in, <laughs> and in the reader it says she'll be important later can we add that to the waitress the waitress Betty she'll, she'll be important yeah. later remember her
1: remember her do you put little um, I do fun it, sassy comments in your action lines I do yeah and, you strike me as a guy I, who does that I, I
0: love having fun. I love I love being flowery in my descriptors. I don't yeah. care. It's like, there ha- it has to have cock to it. You know what I'm saying? It has to be like cockiness.
1: It has to be like, yeah, billowing. Billowing. I think that's fun. I read, I, read, I read so many scripts uh, as an actor and director that aren't mine that I that are hard to get through, and they might be incredible films. It's just that that love and fun isn't necessarily in the action lines. I agree. Don't well, you feel that that's, that, that, I I've, think that's start, a- I've started to do it a little bit more just because I, I think, gosh, who's ever reading this has read so many scripts. And, and throughout history, at least the ones I've read, yeah. what's great is going to be what's made, not yeah. necessarily what's in the non-dialogue action lines. And, yeah. and I'm, I've tried, at least with a good person, I tried to be a little bit more fun with it. Why not? There was a script
0: on the blacklist that I always think about where he would write uh, fade the fuck in was the was the <laughs> That's first bad, line uh, I know it's a little too much it's I'm too with much. you calm down calm down <laughs> did that movie get made or are we talking about the name of that movie and no that I'm movie, just talking about a movie people talked about and that movie and that movie was was a serious man
1: in that movie no let me
0: tell you addiction mary guardians of the galaxy
1: <laughs> part 2 um, have you seen Paddington too you mean the perfect movie I know that that's a meme and stuff. I think it's the most beautiful movie I've ever seen in my life. It's a perfect movie. I finally had to watch the Paddington movies because there were so many jokes about how Paddington 2 was brilliant. I you know, agree, it became was, a thing. And I was sick, and I was—I had strep throat or something, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buckle down and watch these fucking movies. Paddington 2 was one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. <laughs> uh,
0: buddy, is that is that uh, the ring? Because I'm gonna throw my hat in it. Um, Paddington 1 is also excellent.
1: Yeah, but Paddington 2 does take it up a notch. I agree. They're making Paddington 3. it's building off the back of Paddington 1, which did a lot yeah. of the heavy lifting. But when he's, oh my God, spoilers for those of you that listen, but when, he, when I started sobbing when he was underwater.
0: Oh, no. It's, it's the perfect, you know, the bad version is,
1: it's also so beautiful.
0: It's Toy Story, uh, Toy Story 4, where the aliens very subtly, they're at the dump and the alien toys very subtly run off and then they're about to get incinerated and then the aliens save them. But it's a very key moment as a director, like, how do we subtly show that the aliens go with the claw and they run off. Right. You're like, I buy that. We've had three movies of them being obsessed with claws. They right. run off for the claw. But you don't you don't note it. You don't make a meal of it. There's not no hard angle that follows them. They just kind of run off and then they save. The bad version is you're watching an action movie and the hero is running and he's, uh, it's me and you. Okay, it's in our bank heist movie. Betty's gone, and we've robbed the bank. And then you run off, and you go, "Uh, I just saw a DVD of Scrubs. And we're like, that seems kind of heavy-handed. And you're like, I didn't even want to say it, but I wrote it. But you ran off to go get the DVD of Scrubs. Then I run off, and then I get cornered, and the bad guys are going to kill me. And they're about to kill me. And then bang, their body drops and reveal, it's you, right? It's Betty. Better.
1: (laughs) We got to write this movie. (laughs) she'll be
0: important later
1: she was important pretty soon after she shot Pete she'll,
0: she'll matter in a moment
1: <laughs> buddy I didn't even get that
0: it should be Betty that was so soon that Betty shot you uh, that's actually 45 in the movie oh, it's good 45 it. 50 minutes later oh, okay good but um, in Paddington we have, one, we have one ticket sold over here. In Paddington the fact that his friends are betraying him and you buy that they would betray him and then they change their it's mind. It's also just
1: so pretty. I love artful films Very that pretty. that 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 actually don't forget that we need to have a beautiful story. Speed agree.
0: <laughs> uh, Speed agree. I'm also going to say this. Okay. So I watched the Aaron Sorkin masterclass uh on screenwriting. Did you uh, did was it beneficial to your writing? Yes. But I can, not but, and I can summarize it pretty quickly, the things that I really took from it. And mm. one of them was, um, the solution has to be in the beginning. Meaning, he says very articulately, you can't have them go in the third act, everything's gone to shit, what about the magic lasso? You can't. Right. You can't. Everyone hates that. And then he realized there was a magic lasso that would open a new dimension. Right. You have to see it at the beginning. So in oh, Paddington that's I like
1: that. Buddy, are you ready to have yeah. your ass blown into I don't want to have my ass blown. It's going to be blown. It's going to be blown, to be blown. like you're going to open it and no, no, like no, a no. balloon and open No, no, it no. Balloon. No,
0: and I'm glad you asked because I really pictured it.
1: Oh. You're standing pants on, oh, okay. a tornado goes oh. by. I thought you were opening up my asshole like a balloon and blowing into it. No, no, I don't no. Want that. You mean a, a Hemingway? <laughs> like, I, I know the movie. Oh, a Hemingway? Um,
0: no, your ass blows off like it was a, a separate plastic piece, like manufactured differently. Oh, okay. You're my, like a toy. I no longer have an ass. And you just don't have one. And you, and, and six
1: months later, you go, you know, I don't miss I don't, it. No, I know six months later, you go, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> I'm a little backed. I, I don't know what it is. It might be that fact that I haven't defecated I was a in six months. Months.
0: I don't know what you it know, is, but it actually. might be that I don't have it out. Yeah, scandal acknowledged. <laughs> scandal noted. He does it. He does a. He does a speech.
1: Hello, scandal noted. Scandal noted. And it
0: Doesn't work when you do it.
1: You know what? Um, scan What is, is it? Scandal noted. Scandal noted. Um, Can here's I tell what, what it he is. said to me once. Scandal noted. Who did what? Can I say what Woody Allen said to me? Scandal noted. Yeah. He was doing the play Bullets Over Broadway, uh, um, the, the Broadway musical version of his fantastic film, Scandal Noted. Mm-hmm. And each night he would give me, in li- previews, when, the, when a joke wouldn't play, when a laugh line wouldn't play, the next day he would give me a card with a new line to try that night. Oh, wow. So he blamed the line. That's good, he sided with you. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's what a comedy writer in theater should be doing, sitting in the back of the house, and when it's, something's not playing, um, trying something new. I agree.
0: And, or you could write a big old P on that script.
1: You know what that stands for, don't you? What? Well, performance. I don't think he ever said it was my performance.
0: Well, that's what's making him rare. That's what I'm saying. He's siding with you. Are you saying you get cards that have a P on them? As a writer, and knowing this as an actor, it's a, it's brutal. If you're at a table read and you hear everyone go, they just wrote a P. Because you went, talk about Taco Tuesday. Oh,
1: I never knew that. They write what P. I saw on Scrubs was um, uh, when it gets a laugh, there'd be a check. Check is good. But P is different sound. Yeah. And, and then also you'd see Bill do a big cross oh, yeah, through it, yeah, which yeah. meant like, fuck that joke. That's right. That's right, but I never heard a I would see a lot of peas.
0: Really, my favorite note story,
1: what, like in, in on on crashing.
0: Yeah, other things I did, but I remember one time I was shooting a scene in the West Village, and Judd came. Judd was directing, and he came up, and he was holding a script. And I looked at a script. Why? What am I doing? Nothing good is on that script. He's directing us, and I look at a script, and just he wrote in the margins, Pete needs to be funnier. Oh my
1: god! But what? I, How was that not soul crushing to you?
0: Because he's right, the character, we were always trying to find the level that my character was supposed to be funny. In fact, I fantasized about after I'm dead, they'll, they'll do the funny cut of Crashing. Because every scene I did like a balls out every riff I could think of take, it's just not what we did. Because he's supposed to be depressed. He's I'll supposed to be sad. He's supposed to be he's supposed to be new so in comedy. Left- he can't be coming in and being funny as being oh, funnier disagree. than not funnier than Bill Burr. But I can't be keeping pace with Bill Burr. I'm an open micer. I disagree with that choice. I like you. You can direct season 4 coming to Quibble. <laughs> Roku. <laughs> Roku. Roku. Can I tell coming you Coming to a Sonoko gas station pump? <laughs> yes. 32nd <30 second> episodes. <laughs>
1: Two abs. Listen, have you not heard the new thing that um, we're doing We're doing 30-second episodes on gas pumps now?
0: <laughs> I hate that they're taking our consciousness at the gas pump. If there was one place left to look at the wind in the trees, it was the fucking gas pump.
1: And now it's someone being like,
0: new I, Exxon wait, with Tecron. They were
1: losing track. I want to get to the fact that Crashing was incredible, and I loved it. Thank but you. But it makes no sense to leave jokes on the floor. I'm sorry to um, the king of comedy, Judd Apatow, but I disagree with that choice. Well, you want to... You want to
0: email? <laughs> I'm available. I'm available
1: for crashing. No, you four.
0: say when I die in untimely. No, I don't even want to say that. You can do the uh, the
1: Pete, the Jewish version. The Jewish version. Yeah, same and story. What if we did? What if we did the exact same scripts but just switched everything to Judaism? That would, is really. Funny. Would you be okay with that? Can I license it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, and my step sister Jessica.
1: My, yeah, and Jessica, my stepsister, will play herself again
0: if we can do. But you see, your characters are never like overtly Jewish, even though your middle name is
1: Israel. How do you remember that? Which camera, me, which brings me back to Scandal. <laughs> I, noted. Um, oh yeah, what he told you. So, one night I get to the line in front of twenty five hundred people. My brain is going, "Fuck! What's the new joke? What's the new joke? I can't remember it. It's a panic, of course." And in my panic, I skip the whole thing. The, the setup and the and the punchline. And the next day I see him coming up to me. And I, really I, you
0: don't you hear the oboe.
1: <laughs> you hear the oboe playing and an oboe, you turn and it's approaching. Clarinet. Oh sorry. You
0: hear the clarinet and you turn I, it's him. I heard I, I, heard, it, a I heard a growing clarinet a very, sound.
1: I heard a very bluesy
0: <laughs> clarinet note. <laughs> Talk about something nobody wants to tell somebody. Woody the clarinet it's not cool, man.
1: Anyway, uh,
0: <laughs> my read.
1: <laughs> so he says to me. Uh, I said, "I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot. I, I, I panicked and I forgot." And he goes, "Yeah, you'll probably get a, a, a bigger laugh if you actually say it on stage." Woodrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <A> <laughs> scandal noted. Scandal noted. Can I finish the Paddington? Yes. So the, the This man, is not a three act structure conversation. No.
1: What a thrill. <laughs> this is like a Tarantino conversation. And yet jumping
0: all around. I agree. And yet if this was different the listener would know something was wrong. There's something
1: unspeakable well, what the that listen, is correct. What the listener likes in this form is two people who like each other jumping all around because they have shared interests. Agree, and I would.
0: We I, hope <laughs> I would add to that. They enjoy listening to kindness. I actually think that's what, on a deeper level.
1: Yeah, you're a very I,
0: kind man. I, but I like having an opportunity in a space to be loving and kind, effusive. Don't hold back a compliment. You know what I
1: mean. Create a safe place for each other. I think that's a nice. I think that's thing one of the reasons I'm drawn to you. Folks. Is I do I and, and also I mentioned Rich Roll, a podcaster who I really liked a lot. He, there is just a. I think I, I said to him when I was on the podcast, it feels like there's this. There's so much negativity on the interwebs, and now I feel like there's this draw, at least with my own brain, to be pulled towards kind voices. Okay, I have a lot on this. Real fast, because I've said it a billion times.
0: But there was a study. You're going to love it, though. There was a study. Sorry, everybody. But if you've heard it before, I've heard it every time you've heard it. You just
1: say there was a study. There was a study. Uh,
0: These people walk down a hall. They get to the end of the hall. There's there's magnetic poetry, and they have to make poetry with the magnetic poetry, and they leave. Everyone thinks they're studying what kind of poems do people make based on their income. But it's not that. They're studying how quickly they left the room based on the words they gave them. So the, the one group, the first group, gets words like swift, quick, rapid rushed and they walked out like 30 percent faster than the group that were loaded with the with the impetus what is that it does not taste good
1: it's just i was expecting water is it is this one of your sponsors
0: yeah cucumber lime it's so amazing (laughs) hilarious (laughs) hilarious
1: Mm, that's good super (laughs) ns don't cut that
0: I won't cut it. Don't you cut that. I won't cut it. Listen. You mean the real? Can I tell you why it might taste a little funky?
1: No, it, now that I... If someone said, hey, it's cucumber lime, I'd then be like, I'm been. ready. I see. But I was expecting water. Now that you've said it? It, I, it tasted like water had gone
0: bad. Cucumber <laughs> does taste like water. It turned into a, a melon of some sort. Yeah, it tastes like... Um, I've never had that flavor. It's nice though. I don't hate it. Nirvana Super
1: NS. I love it. It has HMB in it, which helps you keep from losing your muscle. Nerve. You're such a good salesman with your um, with the things you, you promote on the. You podcast. mentioned that before because you told me on your podcast you sort of. Well, me now down. we take it a bit more seriously because we have real sponsors that we that we don't want to um, upset. Yeah, we want to do a good job for them because yeah, they really believe in the show and they support the show. Yeah. But we used to, you know, not take it as serious. But I listened to your podcast and like, this fucking guy could sell me anything and he did. Well, it that's why I want, you to have, I want you to have a magic mind. does this really do anything.
0: Oh my fucking God. It's the fucking best. This relaxes you? It takes the edge off your caffeine, gives you nootropics to help you think and it gives you a little bit of green tea. It's and you incredible. notice it.
1: I love it.
0: All right. For do real. you drink alcohol? No.
1: Yeah. How long? It's been five, six years. Did that totally change your life?
0: Um, no, I, I would be... I, I mean, yes. The, You know what I mean?
1: You weren't a big drinker before.
0: No, I was. It's not the thing. It, it's like quitting drinking does change your life, but it's all the work that does to get you to the place where you can quit drinking. Does that make sense?
1: Or you did a program.
0: No, it would be short. selling it short. Love... Um, support, friendship, creative fulfillment, spirituality, recognizing what wasn't working, but but having a foundation that allowed me to recognize that something wasn't working. These are all things that led to me to quit drinking. So to say quitting drinking, what I'm saying is those things that are like, I quit drinking for 90 days and my skin got better and my dick got harder. And I'm like, sure. But really quitting drinking is the symptom of a lot of progressive good changes. Does that make right, sense?
1: But I, yes, but I think as someone who's um, about, Five months in to no booze? auditioning no booze, um, I think you're minimizing how great it feels. Okay, fair.
0: Yes, I might even not be remembering because <laughs> I ago. was just like, what? How much of a signal does your brain does your body have to give you when you drink too much alcohol? It goes shut everything down, like he, get his attention. Mm sound every alarm mm. give him a headache give him nausea give him sure. diarrhea give him lethargy give him depression give, you know what i mean make it so he can't do shit because he needs to get it through his mind that that was poison yeah and we're like hair of the dog yeah. you're like fuck you dude yeah. talk about marketing don't, talk yeah. about not
1: lie by the way that's what one of the things that's come to me and this is so stupid for to people who have realized it or especially people who are sober but one of the things that's come up for me after trying this on for five months is, oh, my God, our entire lives. We were sold. We were fire hosed with yeah. this is how you have fun. That's right. On earth. That's right. It's with hot girls. That's right, and with beach bodies, and with friendship and camaraderie and the big game. And I know this is so obvious to a lot of people listening, but I don't think I fully really digested it until I had a little bit of a break from that world. Because
0: I really, this is going to sound silly, but I applaud your sincerity and to share that because sometimes the most obvious things in the world are the most overlooked things in the world. And there's like this mass hypnosis. But I was like, this is a good time at the beach? Like I remember being in a, you know, drinking a beer and I'm like, this is it?
1: But we reprogrammed uh, like, that. That's what I'm saying. Advertising works. It works. I used to put up, the absolute vodka campaign was so cool. Oh, the posters. And I used to collect them. That's right. And my parents didn't object. I think they just thought, oh, he's appreciating the art of it all but i would have i had a wall of vodka ads it's joe camel
0: you know what i mean yeah. it's like they're trying to think of something that would appeal to everyone that will get the seed in them early. And alcohol is one of the most addictive chemicals in the world. And that is one of, I always thought you were either an alcoholic and you had the allergy, you know, like you had this disease or you can handle it. And I'm also like, well, those things can be true. And it's also true. Here's a, here's a third guy in the race. Alcohol is deeply addictive. So you end up needing more. You build receptors in your brain and it takes two where it used to take one. Almost everybody who's drinking is drinking a little bit more. There are
1: anomalies, but usually it grows; it gets more and more and more and more. Yes, and as someone who battles anxiety and depression, the idea that I was regularly pounding a depressant feels it, a smidgen idiotic.
0: I never; I, I I still don't fully understand what that means. What that it's a depressant. I think it, it has something to do with your circulatory system. Like it; it's a depressant. I don't know, but well, I don't think it means it makes you depressed. I do. It does.
1: I think it causes you a, a bit of a um uh, a you gives you a, a bit of a dopamine high yeah that 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 has a, a a high point that then you can chase after you've reached it for the rest of the night you might reach it after two and a half three yeah. drinks depending on your body weight and then you're striving to maintain the dopamine high that you got yeah 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 but all of that um will lead to a crashing down of a a depression of your mood and system eventually
0: it's like you know weed is similar it's like it was like one out of 30 times you'd have this like epic like it just blended with your chemistry but it was you you know what i mean that was a big revelation for me it's like i was in a good mood and i had alcohol and then alcohol is like that was me and you're like but then you're in a shitty mood and you're like, this will help. And it like doesn't. Yeah, And you're like, and then it was like, well, that was on you. Like it's <laughs> never on him. And then you look back and you're like, to me, it's a deeply spiritual thing. I think bliss, joy, and just pure happiness, just regular happiness is in your ability to lock into this moment and not think about the future, not replay the past. Right. Yes. And I think when you're drunk or when you're stoned or hungover or hungover, or in the middle of binging food, or in the middle of mindlessly playing fucking whatever, Mm. a lot of things can rob you of that. And some people find a balance, and they just want a little break. I understand. I, I can't speak for them. I can say for me, it was like hitting fast forward. It's like I can't feel how I feel right now, So I'm going to drink and like medicate. Right. And then when I'm, and then tomorrow, I didn't know. I also didn't know how to just say no to things. So I'd be like, I'm drunk. I'm sorry, I can't. You know, it's like, whoops, I got drunk. It was like calling in sick. For me, it was just a part of
1: how I grew up. I mean, my my whole family and friends, everyone just, everyone got drunk. That's what we did from the time we were young teenagers.
0: I, in my high school, I'm really glad that
1: I dodged that because that was happening. My high school was some of the hardest drinking we did. Really, I, I said we like I'm a royal. Some of the hardest drinking we did. <laughs> the Zachness did most of his drinking in high school. No, I remember you know, the kegs and all that in college, obviously. But anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's forever for me. But I'm enjoying this experiment a lot. Can and, I and seeing a perspective on it that I haven't ever before.
0: I'm so happy that this episode is brought to us by BetterHelp. Uh, Zach and I are always talking about how therapy has changed both of our lives. And getting to know yourself is a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Like before I went to therapy, I think we talk about this in this episode. I didn't know what codependency was or how to end a relationship in a healthy and uh, nice and kind and helpful way. Or set up boundaries with family and people that I work with. But that's what therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and your understanding, because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. It's greater than the sum of its parts. It's not just talking, it is real help. And BetterHelp connects you easily with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self discovery from wherever you are. Because the more you know about yourself, the more easily you can maneuver through life with less suffering and more clarity, relationships, grief, loss, anxiety, you name it. Talking about it with a professional helps. Full stop, end of story. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It couldn't be easier. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/weirdo today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com H-E-L-P. slash weirdo. Definitely do that. Therapy has changed my life. Also brought so much more fun into my life is electric electric l-e-c-t-r-i-c electric e-bikes summer is in full swing and guys i am so happy to say that val leela and i have been spending way more time together outdoors as a family enjoying the warm weather fresh air running errands is now like a super fun thing to do taking leela to school is a super fun thing to do we've also just been riding our electric e-bikes with our friends around town It is incredible, and it makes summer like 50 times better. They're so fun. I'm so happy. Electric e-bikes are a sponsor. And just in time, Electric is bringing you a fast and fresh new ride, the XP 3.0, the 3.0, their latest e-bike model featuring new hydraulic brakes. Snag your Electric XP 3.0 e-bike this month and experience freedom like never before. I got Val an Expedition. I kind of got it for the family then we got the plus one seat for Leela. she absolutely loves it i can hear her when we're on the bike and she goes it's like flying it warmed my heart this thing is comfortable well built sturdy and it runs so smooth you can either turn on the pedal assist or at any moment you want you can turn the throttle and off you go it's the best of both worlds a manual bike and assistance from the batteries. It's easy, it's fun. The batteries last a really, really long time and it gets us outside in our neighborhood, seeing it at bike speed, which is so more beautiful, so much more beautiful and calming, soothing. I love it. It's fun for Aaron. Aaron's going to the beach, going to the grocery store or just cruising around town and it's something I can get my daughter to do. I say, you wanna go on a ride? She always says yes. They're created to make a mode of transportation that transportation excuse me that anyone can ride with quality feature-filled models finance as low as 73 dollars per month your adventures won't cost a fortune they include a powerful removable battery a bright lcd display seven speed gearing and five levels of pedal assist to power your ride electric e-bikes are foldable and ship free fully assembled so rediscover your independence this summer with an xp 3.0 from electric visit electricebikes.com to learn more and explore the epic models electric has to offer. That's L E C T R I C e bikes.com. They're so fun, you got to check it out. Back to Zachy B. I do. There's a book, I can't believe it took me this long to mention it. It's called This Naked Mind. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Any That's grace. yeah, I've heard if of you that. read it, you'll never, you'll probably there's also stop a- drinking. <laughs> there's also a because um, it's like why would you stop and then go back?
1: There's a guy who created um, something called um, um, one year no beer. Is that what it's called? Um, anyway, it's no sort beer. of. A, he has. I think he has a, a website that's a challenge. It's like a three month challenge and you know, a one year challenge. All this stuff. And I heard this guy. I don't remember his name on the Ritual podcast. And I. I think that was really was the tipping point for me. I was like, everything this guy says. I'm interested in. He wasn't someone who had a, a an addiction on the level of he needed to to go to a program. He, but he found that there was a gap between there. There is a plenty of people out there who were quote unquote sober, curious, who, yeah. who didn't, didn't need AA per se. Maybe they did. Maybe they discovered they did, and they would do it. But but also those who just like I, I, without AA, where there's a there's a gap that's that isn't being serviced. Or people who are like, I'm curious about what my life would be like, but they need. A thing, so he created this idea of a challenge because it also has helped in social situations where there's peer pressure. You can say, "No, no, no, I'm doing." He found that, especially with men, if you said, "I'm doing this challenge," they'd be like, "What? Tell me about yeah, the challenge." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it,
0: and, and then it, they're all like, "I could do that." Oh yeah,
1: bro. Oh, good luck on the challenge. I won't. I won't make you do the shot right, then. Right, cool right, challenge.
0: right <laughs> We're so dumb. So dumb. We're so dumb. He's absolutely right. Framing it in a bar to
1: buddies as a challenge helped him uh, get through it. Because
0: that's what booze is, too. Booze is a poison, and drinking it and staying on your feet is a way of peacocking. It's showing that you can drink a poison and still function sexually. I've said this a million times. (laughs) That's what a man, I what is drink a girly poisons. drink? White wine, cosmopolitan. What's a guy drink? Scotch, something that tastes like a fucking forest fire. Oh, kerosene. And you're, and you're like,
1: ah, but yeah. you show that you can handle you it. You know what I love is a turpent- turpentine on the rocks. I love a tea yeah. on the rocks. A tea on the rocks. <laughs> tea, tea, on you the know, rocks. You know, a lot of people like this. This the classics, but there's just something about, Turpentine on the rocks with a little bit of lime. Oh, my God. Or or a a dash of pine salt. I'm kidding, everyone. Please don't Don't try that and Don't do it. Instead, try Super NS Nirvana. It tastes like cucumbers and lime, but make sure you're ready for it. Otherwise, (laughs) you'll be surprised. (laughs) You still haven't had your magic wand. Drink it, and in ten minutes, now? you tell me if you okay, feel it. I will, because you can be, an be an like, experiment. I don't feel.
0: it. You have to shake it up, though. Make this sure you get all the group on. Experiment for
1: your audience to see, and I will give a. I will audience. I will not bullshit you. I will give a candid. I like that you're
0: not drinking because sometimes I, I was on their Amazon page, and some people are like, it does, I don't feel it, and I'm like, I don't think those people are very embodied. Like they're, they might be dealing with like a hangover or something. All right, that's will, will so, you rough. set
1: a timer. How long does it take to kick in? I'd say
0: fifteen. Where are we in the time, by
1: the way? We're at one o five. Do you edit this down? No. It's just raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Do you ever cut things out?
0: Only if it's like... Spoilers. No, it's not every once in a while. I'm excited for your fan base to see your special. Oh, thanks, man. It's so good. You know what it's called?
1: I'm not for everyone. (laughs) That's funny. You do a whole riff on there that I won't share, obviously. But I really thought it was... just on 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 sexuality that I, I hadn't heard uh, spoken about in that way, and it was the, so. The last one, what about how dicks aren't gross? Yeah, the whole riff, an area of sexuality and 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 what's what's socially acceptable and all that stuff. I just yeah. thought that was really. I, I hadn't heard it. I hadn't heard it uh, articulated in that way before, and mm. especially you growing up being a religious guy, I thought that was. Of all people to be talking about it, I just thought that was really interesting.
0: I really appreciate that. Somebody actually said something nice to me on Instagram recently, and they're like, "I loved your new hour," and they're like, "I loved all the boner stuff and the poop stuff." And I was like, "When you put it like this, it sounds like I'm JoJo the idiot circus boy." I love the like-
1: boner stuff. Love the poop stuff.
0: <laughs> love
1: the blowing up the asshole stuff. That was great. <laughs> the Hemingway stuff. Did you keep in the the thing where you uh, you just riffed? See, I saw you practicing it. Yeah. So I don't. It'd be fun for me to see it. To see how much of the riffs that I saw you kept right. or, or didn't keep?
0: Well, I, I think everything after the first five minutes of oh.
1: that was probably pure improv. You didn't do the, um, you didn't keep in the, when you played the succession theme song? No, there was the no piano on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> no piano on stage, so I didn't do it.
0: I love trying to play the succession theme Can song. Can you play the best, piano? But, oh, poquito. You hit, You hit some of the
1: notes as I I got I it okay.
0: Yeah. I got it okay. You had practiced before. I had done the bit once before.
1: Isn't it a great theme song? <laughs> It's a fantastic. It's just theme song. not a theme song you skip the intro on. We we skipped it. Oh. I actually I'm gonna go
0: I'm gonna take a hot take here. Oh no. I actually think it's kind of stupid. The dad walking around with like VHS cam and he's just like walking around in a suit, kinda like like looking oh, judgmental.
1: I, I guess I don't really analyze the visuals as much as I love the melody.
0: No, the melody is great. I have no notes on people the melody. Have remixed, I even people like have
1: remixed the melody and they play it at clubs like
0: under a beat. You could. Yeah. I I even like the shots of New York City. I think that's fitting. But when you get to that like fake, like this is Super their weird. home video. And, Actually, and it's probably what, what happened in the home video was the kids are just hanging out and the dad's just walking in the background. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here.
1: I don't know that I, I will accept negativity about Succession, but I- you will. Here's
0: I did I do it that night. Here's did you everybody love the on show? the show. I love the show. Everybody on the show says "fucking" when they're thinking. They'll go like, "Yeah, Dad. Um, fucking. Maybe we could do that. Yeah." And
1: it's like I like how Shiv always goes, "Yeah, yeah." Like, "Yeah?" yeah question mark. Yeah. Should yeah. we do that? Yeah, yeah. I thought that yeah, was Greg. such wonderful, <laughs> wonderful acting. It was. And all from most people that we hadn't really, dis- as a society, discovered yet. That's true. And I really enjoyed that. Can I tell you the Paddington thing? Yeah, sorry. So Let's the magic back. lasso. There was a. There was a. There was a study. It's not a study. You what? S- sorry, I'm trying to circle back. You at some point said. Oh, the sorry, study. Sorry to my audience. there. Oh, was the study. kindness. So it's, it was the words that were imprint. It's called imprinting.
0: So if I say kindness, if I say gentleness, patience presence i'm imprinting those words on you and it will literally affect the way you change uh, the way you uh, behave in the same way that if i say impatient tick tock tick tock what are we doing later like right. you'll become a little bit more aware that of how long this podcast I think that's, is going
1: i think that's in my film um a good person <laughs> i wasn't going into a plug but thank you a good person <laughs> Now available to rent everywhere. But I do think it's
0: And it's a $599 rental. I appreciated that.
1: Yeah. I have it. I have a screener, but I okay. rented it. Thank you for your $5.99. You're welcome. Um I um uh, the spirit of vulnerability and kindness, I think, um is, is baked into the screenplay. Absolutely. To me, that's what it's about.
0: Absolutely. And I love okay. So that's what we're talking about, and that's why I think people are listening to it. And let's get back to that, but I'm going to tell you this Paddington thing because you're going to love it. He's The magic lasso can't show up out of nowhere. Paddington saves himself by walking on top of the train by using candied apples that stick. He puts his feet on candied apples, and he walks. The candied apple makes its first appearance in that movie as they're walking through the carnival on their way to see uh, Hugh Grant give his speech. Yeah. And it's just perfectly baked in. He's just eating a candied apple. There's no dialogue. And he and he go, and he gets his paws stuck on it. Yeah. Other people are talking, and he accidentally gets it stuck to a woman who's walking by, and he goes, "Well, just looks like a joke." Yeah. But that candy apple. Yeah. It's satisfying that it comes back. The yeah. thing that saves him was established in the beginning. Same thing happens in Paddington One with
1: Dustbusters. Like You're really selling um, to me watching this masterclass with Aaron Sorkin.
0: I also just saved you about seven hours of watching a man in a well, great bet, suit.
1: I bet there's other um, tidbits that are wonderful. There are good the tidbits. It's worth signing up for that. I really do like a lot of his uh, his work.
0: Oh, that goes back to addiction marrying because Aaron Sorkin the, always makes me think of caffeine and, and nicotine and just like having a lit up brain. So I hate writing so much. It took me 10 years... Two things I did. I read The War of Art. Have you read The War of Art? Yes. I don't know that I finished it, ironically. Interesting.
1: (laughs) I should have gotten my ass
0: in the chair to finish reading it. (laughs) Hilarious. Yeah, that's basically the book, is like, get your ass in the chair. But I've been doing this new thing where I hate writing my movie, and it's been working. I only chew one piece of Nicorette gum only when I'm writing... My screenplay, and oh, I write a lot of things. I write stand up. I write this. I I, I want to because nicotine's so funny. You're like, well, oh, we'll do it for emails too. And it's like, nope. It's just when you write the screenplay. And do You get a buzz off of it.
1: Well, yeah, because you used to be a smoker. No,
0: you, you don't have smoke? to be a smoker. Nicotine is a. You
1: found Nicorette gum as a. You m- found I scandal f- noted. You found You, it, you, I you, I
0: you came in no, there. No, with, I was you with, it was not You are, me. You love all these guys. No. <laughs> 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 scandal noted. Scandal noted. Scandal times noted
1: times note two. <laughs> two <laughs> times two. Scandal squared. noted
0: cubed. Yeah. <laughs> S-
1: cubit. Scandal <laughs> scandal, noted. scandal noted. And
0: if you wouldn't mind, <laughs> cubit. Shonda rhymes. <laughs> scandal noted.
1: <laughs> I was not trying to do a Bill Cosby impression. I don't want to mention two scandalous comedians. You
0: t- but you know how I knew is because I'd smoke a cigar every once in a while. And you get a, a real buzz off of that.
1: I have never heard of yeah. someone who has no addiction to nicotine. Just going for it? Just going for the gum. You're the first. Yeah. Is it a thing?
0: It's a thing. Give it a YouTube search, because there's like, it, it's an- What?
1: It's, what am I going to look at?
0: Best ways to chew your nicotine gum? You could say uh, medical benefits of nicotine, Yeah. It's it's a nootropic. It gets your brain going. It gets your blood pumping, and it has a mood elevating part. Look at every all the writers. Stephen King chain smoking. There's a reason. It helps your brain function, but it's also highly addictive. So I'm like, okay, I'm only going to do it when I write. And guess who hasn't missed a day of writing? I never miss it. I can't. That's wait to write. That's clever. I can't wait. And I'll I don't write. know that it's healthy though it uh, it's it's not what is
1: the word non-carcinogenic it's like caffeine it's just highly oh, addictive okay. you just have
0: to be aware that it's highly
1: addictive oh, my god so when you go to the store to buy it is the guy behind the counter like oh good work man how long you been how long you quit
0: <laughs> and you want to sign up the 35 mil is that it yeah that's right i'm the guy from nyu film school northwestern northwestern film school how perfect
1: you went to an alfred hitchcock school to learn film <laughs> No, it's not based. The it film is. school is not based yeah, is. on the film yeah, by is. Hitchcock. Do you know why Northwestern University is called Northwestern University? Because it's north and west of Harvard? <laughs> no. Because at the time it was founded, it was in the northwestern part of the country.
0: And where is it now?
1: Just outside of Chicago. <laughs> no, it hasn't moved. The country has expanded west. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be in portland now where is it now <laughs> it's in evanston illinois where it always has been. oh i like evanston good movie theater yes and a baha'i temple i don't care for them i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding scandal noted
0: just kidding new scandal what um what other what other threads are, are dangling in the breeze before i bring up new threads um i really oh, you were saying kindness in your movie
1: yeah, kindness and um, trying to be vulnerable and as honest as possible with my writing. So not really putting on any airs or trying to create anything uh, that wasn't feeling 100% myself and being sort of fearlessly vulnerable about it. And and, and for better or for worse, that's what I what I wrote Yeah, the film. For, okay, forgive me if this
0: is, stand-ups don't like when people say, how do you remember all those words? You're like, that's not, the most impressive thing about what was happening. Mm -hmm. It's also not how we think about it. So forgive me if this is the, how did you think of all those words of your movie? Go ahead. But how did you come about that story? Because it is a very interesting, compelling story. Do you mind? We'll cut this out if you don't like it, but something happens that
1: it's in the the trailer. You can talk about the car accident.
0: There's a car accident. Uh, This This guy's fiance So a woman Who is engaged I'm probably better at this Than you are Just because No I'm I'm gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) A woman is driving a car With her future sister-in-law And her husband She crashes the car And they both die Yes So Obviously we cut Forward in time A year later A year later The wedding
1: is off Yeah This woman now has An opioid addiction Yes She initially was prescribed Opioids uh, For the pain of the car accident um, but remained addicted to them because of the benefits of numbing her emotional pain.
0: And we very like a good candied apple. we've We've uh, laced into the story that there's a grandfather mm. and a daughter. Uh, and the grandfather and the woman's fiance, the her fiance, are estranged. Yeah, they don't talk anymore.
1: yeah, and you we, we did candy apple that in. Yeah. you
0: candy appled it in, meaning mm. like, why are they telling me this? Yeah. Come to find out, she finally gets her butt to a, a meeting, mm. and and he's there too. Yeah, that's just a great story. Thank you. Tell me, is that the first thing? What What was the first thing that you went? I think I have a story here. Was it that? Like, what if two people went to a meeting and they knew each other from? Was it that or what was? No,
1: I don't even know. I I, I don't even know. I, I'm sure when you think about elements of your stand up or things you've written, you go, I don't even know what the seed of that was. I know well uh, in terms of the plot points. In terms of what I the, the the tone, I've I've been very sad over, uh, dealing with grief and loss. I've lost four people in my life that were important to me in the last four years. I remember your manager had just passed when we spoke Yes, last Chris time. Uvain had, had uh, taken his own life right when we had spoken. He was someone who was important to me. I lost my sister to a stroke. I lost my father to cancer. I lost a friend to COVID who was living with me. So I think I just wanted to write about standing back up after feeling like you're at your lowest low because like your char- the character in the movie
0: what is her name allison allison, allison in Florence the movie Pugh, yeah. these are the overlooked groups like we as a society we don't do great with grief right we don't do great when someone's down right aa and na is one of those incredible places where we're like no in fact to come in here you have to be broken yes but for the most part I remember this different, but when my first wife and I got split up, somebody at my church actually said that to me. He was like, and he was an elder at the church. He was like, we actually don't do great with with tragedy. The church? (laughs) Yeah, he was being very honest. That's not really our thing. It's not really her thing. He he was saying it like as an apology and like we need to get better about mm. this. But it really is the broken place. It's the basement. It's the cigarette coffee people that are, that are doing it. So here you are feeling that and then you made a movie that sort of addresses...
1: Well, I wanted to talk about standing back up after whatever your lowest point was and I wanted to write it in such a way that it would be universal. So obviously, God willing, most people don't have... You know vehicular manslaughter in their life, but they do have a horrible divorce. Yeah. They do have the loss of a loved one. They do have the loss of a job, the worst breakup they've ever been through, being cheated on, whatever it is. They have an experience where they were on the ground. That's right, sobbing. And they have and or will, find a way to pick themselves back up, no matter what the scale of that debacle is. And I wanted to write about that. And I wanted to write about um, I also have always been interested in uh, friendships that are very beautiful to me that aren't ones that you could have ever predicted. These two people shouldn't be. Yeah. They would never, had it not been for X, Y and Z, they never would have met But we buy it. We, I buy it. We, I'm saying in the movie, yeah. I
0: buy it. Yeah. It's not a spoiler. I could in fact, I feel like the movie is so good in its execution. Let's not confuse it as just a story where you go, "Oh, and then that happened" and that, like yeah. it's the execution that makes it extra beautiful. She goes to the meeting, her ex-fiancé's father is at the meeting. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. She I was in the meeting <laughs> and I yeah. had a bit of a drinking problem. Yeah. In the blackness. Very good. That Thank was very you. good. Thank you. <laughs> that monologue is incredible. Thank you. Um, but he, he, she gets up to leave. I buy that. Yeah, right? Yeah, That's real. That's what she would do. And then he, he follows her and says, don't leave. And I buy that.
1: Yes, because not only is he a man of God, like yourself, but he is also someone who's been in AA for a decade. Right. And service is very important. And knowing how hard it is to get there yeah. is important. Right. Right and his first instinct is kindness his first instinct is no 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 don't right. leave because of me right i know how hard it is to get here come right. back right right and
0: that see it's one of those things like we've talk, we haven't it's it's tricky to talk about this cuz we have um We have issues that need to be dealt with. We we have people that need to be called out, you know, Harvey Weinstein and 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 the people that we've that have come up already. Like Mm -hmm. there needs to be accountability. I'm with that. And there's also this very special and very human thing, and we love stories like this, when you can know what somebody's done and and love them. And, And we call that grace. I understand that there's a perversion of grace that's almost like gaslighting. Like, let's just act like nothing ever happened. Crazy Uncle Tony. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been at tables like that where we're all, that's not grace. This is like, I know what you did. And he's like, when she's like, are you here because of me? And he's like, yes. Yeah. Right? He's like, I'm not going to lie to at you. At first
1: he tries to. He so, tries. Because she's she's she says, I thought you were sober. And not, she doesn't fully understand it, that, People who've been sober for years still go to meetings for just because they like to and because it helps them. And he says, yeah, well, I, started, I stopped for a while and I'm back. And, and, she's, and she says, is it because of me? Is it because of what happened? He says, no, 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 no. And she says, is it? And finally he gets to the point, of, yes, of course. What the fuck do you think? Of right, course right. I'm here because of the right. death of my daughter that was so important. But it,
0: so it's honest. It's lights on. You know what I mean? Like the pile of dog shit is in the room. That's grace. You 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 know, you know what I mean? It's like... Gaslighting is let's turn the lights off and just have Thanksgiving and act like we don't smell the dog shit. Grace is like, I acknowledge it. Of course I'm here. You broke me. You hurt me. Like we have these feelings, but let's try to work through them. And there's something really beautiful about that.
1: I think it's so beautiful. I've never heard this grace defined like this. So just say it one more time clear for me. I'm not even
0: sure I agree with me because there's definitely, definitely levels of it. There's a poster over there that says, Father Greg Boyle said it to me. He goes, Forgiveness is overrated. Forgiveness is I acknowledge that you, Zach Braff, hurt me that time. You did do that, and I should be mad at you, but I forgive you. Like, Mm -hmm. it's an act. It's almost like pushing a stone through a small hole or something. Grace is just going, like, it's always there. Like, it's mercy, it's like, it, it's, it's not an efforting, it's just like, it's a releasing, it, it's a dissolving. There's one of my mantras is, God is the love that I forgive in. Like, it, it's not me, I'm, I'm surrendering it. Instead of intellectualizing it and being like, Zach might have been having a bad day when he was a jerk to me, right. and I've had a bad day. Right. I, so I can understand, that's intellectual. Grace and mercy are just like, <gasps> It's like, it's clean air. Wow, I like that. It's I've stuff that, ha- that people Is on this their
1: the kind of stuff they're teaching in church? Because I am <laughs>
0: willing to convert. <laughs> it's deathbed stuff. It's what are, we, what are we doing? Dragging things up and throwing shit in each other's faces just, just to have an identity, just, just to have something to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you're on your deathbed
1: and you're like, I'm going to die at the end of the day. I feel like you should give a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'll do it. No, I'm serious because you're so, you're very funny, but you're also, I feel like in this, you you touch on this in your new stand-up special, but I feel like you have wisdom to impart beyond just being a funny guy who drops a few knowledge tidbits in their stand-up special. A few not, no, no. I'm just saying that there might be a a, a TED talk or something. No, thanks, man. I'd go. I like your I've been to the TED conference. Have you? Yeah, twice. Did you enjoy it? It seems like if you'd have to watch six of them, it you don't might have get to all. watch them all. Yeah, and you can come and go. Yeah, and what's cool about it is that you meet fascinating people. The people that are there are all very accessible. You, uh. you, they can you can be like, oh, I'm curious about, um, um, you know, um, psilocybin uh, for PTSD. Oh, Jim Smith over here is the leading practitioner in the country. There's a the the guy event. with devil sticks. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like he's just like going like this. This <laughs> guy, excuse me, excuse me, Jim. Can you can the guy help that's me?
0: squidding his face with his open hand? Excuse
1: me, Jim. I'm sorry to interrupt, but can you help me with my PTSD? <laughs> <laughs> Have you dabbled in the? No, in I the... want to though. I'm very curious about it. I I, I did it recreationally in, in college and stuff, but I'm I'm very open and intrigued by the work and research going on with all of uh, uh psilocybin and MDMA and, and the others for for depression I'm Yeah.
0: Brilliant. I I had ketamine therapy and I I would I I can't recommend it to you but if you want to sniff around that bush Where is it? Here. Yeah. Really sniff it? Yeah. This one's ketamine. <laughs> there's there's shampoo, there's a there's a <laughs> You know, there's no gift bottle. bag,
1: but there's ketamine on the, on the desk. <laughs> I'm not allowed to tell you to take it, but if you want it, I left it there. <laughs> it's just weird that more
0: than the others, and I've done a lot of different psychedelics, ketamine has become a touchstone for me in my spiritual practice where I'm like, I understand, like you read something like esoteric and it says something like we're all one or like we're all saved together or none of us are saved at all. Or if I do something, we're all doing it. Like weird stuff. And I'm like... I completely, like I have a part of my brain that I'm like, I, I've been there, I know what they're talking about.
1: Now when you do, excuse me, when you do chem, no, when, when you, you do, Now you are lobster. Now he's doing it because I'm burping, and. Uh, well, Woody
0: Allen is a burp, became a pair of glasses, then became a man. <laughs> <laughs> scandal
1: noted. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah, 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 <laughs> that was the best scandal noted of all scandal time. Noted
1: i just when you do your ketamine are you in a therapeutic setting with eye mask and music you can do that you don't
0: mine was with a therapist and it was a little bit more cash right but it was when i I hear there was music when i
1: hear about mdma i didn't put an eye mask on when i hear about mdma and um and psilocybin has been um eye mask and music that takes takes one on with with a with a with a practitioner yes
0: i think having a trained professional makes a difference and and mdma definitely can get you to self-love that's what mdma is really special at for me is you go like i've already said this on the pod forgive me everybody but it's like it's like i i felt like leaves were being swept off my walkway to my house like Mm. i'm the house and we swept the leaves off and it was like this golden walkway like i was like oh my god like you would be like zach shares you know what i mean you'd be like he feels so much Mm. and he shares it he doesn't want you to be alone yeah he doesn't want you to feel how he feels
1: when he's low. That's so true. he goes out with it. That's true. He risks This it. is good MDMA. He risks. I feel like I'm on it. Humiliation. Maybe it's this fucking thing. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's the magic mind, everybody. Hi, I'm Zach
0: Braff from Magic Mind. But you will. and And then you write things and you give roles to other actors. You let them shine. Like yeah. a good person is like... You're welcome, actors. <laughs> like these great. Yeah, they got some great scenes, parts. Scenes, huh? great parts. Yeah. Not that you know, there was a part of me that was like, could Z, Z B have been in this movie? But then I'm also like, here's Z B, Golden Golden Street Z B. That's what MDMA
1: does. Wait, have- I, I love you on MDMA, and when can we do it together? <laughs> a, but B, um, you were surprised that I wasn't in the film. No, I wasn't. Oh. There was just
0: a part of me that I do love you. Thank you. And I like when you're in the movie.
1: Thank I you. sound like your mother. <laughs> like, I feel you know, like, you know, like I, you know what I mean. I feel like for me this was so challenging. Yeah. That I that I I always knew I wanted to have it be Florence's film and of course Morgan's film. Um, and, I appreciate that. And be fu- and be fully <laughs> focused on on yeah coach on, the game. Coach the game.
0: People were like, "Do you want to direct your special?" And I was like,
1: "You don't coach a game you're playing." Right. I think that's a really good way of putting it. When you do, when one does direct themselves in a movie, it is so fucking hard. Yeah. And then when you switch to not doing it, either just being an actor or just being the director. It's a dream, right? It is such it's a, a dream. dream. It's a dream. It's the ultimate version in my life of swimming without weights on, where you're yeah. like, why was I
0: ever doing why this? Were we do, why were we making more than it had to be? Someone when sent I, me a script recently.
1: Yeah. Well, my, 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 my agent sent me a script and said, this is amazing. It could be for you to act in or direct. And I, even just reading the the, the the synopsis of it, I was like, I would never do both on this movie. Yeah, This is double black diamond skiing. I would do one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right.
0: That's, I'm, this whole time I was just scrambling for a movie that was like really basic. So I could have been like, so you didn't direct, and then some dumb movie. I couldn't think of it. Um, See, well, well let's,
1: let's go back. We'll help you. Let's, so let's you pitch, didn't let's direct Clifford. Up. <laughs> Let's pitch on what a really funny punchline movie to that would say. So Something didn't direct, so simple. It's hard to not put someone else's the, movie the, 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 um, the Meghan Markle Oprah special. There you go. That's yeah, tricky because I wouldn't be in that. It doesn't really hold so up. So
0: you didn't... I'm going to all old movies. You well, didn't wanna, direct the yeah.
1: Brady Bunch movie.
0: <laughs> this is double black dot. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard because it's period and... That was one of the first movies where I was like, oh, not all movies are good. The Brady Bunch movie? The Brady movie? Bunch movie, yeah. That was pretty, I made it pretty long. Still thinking movies could be Do you all turn
1: movies off? I walk out of movies, yeah. You walk out. I proudly leave movies. Yeah. Do you make a, do you make a showing so everyone I can see? I toss
0: my popcorn down and go, okay, I'm going to give you all a minute uh, to Google my name. My it's dad, Pete Holmes. My
1: dad <laughs> used to, my dad, rest in peace, used to love to let people in the theater know that he wasn't liking it. Oh, please. Like so stuff like you know, that. So he'd be like, <laughs> with a big shift in his body. And so it was horrible. I loved him to death, but it was so horrible to go to the movies with him because yeah. when he didn't like it, he wanted you to know how much he didn't like his it. Vote. His, his vote. His vote. And it's so cringy when, you're, when you might be liking it. Yeah,
0: I get embarrassed for people that are liking a movie that I'm hating. Like they laugh at stuff and I'm like.
1: What about, and we're not going to mention any titles audience, don't worry. But what about when people are raving and the town and the critics and everyone's going and crazy for something. It. And you're like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. This is not for me. I, I'll name some names. You, I haven't you don't seen have them. The, okay. You don't, I, don't think, I don't think we want to put down any artists, fellow artists. I wanted to, but I never you, do that. You called me to my higher I angels. never on our podcast ever mention anything that we don't like. Buddy, look, it's a beautiful thing to remind someone to be kind. But I wanted to tell you that I often feel like I have no interest in sports for the most part, right? Yeah. American I like, sports? I, I like tennis. I don't I, I like I don't watch let's just stick with football. American American football. American football. Regular it's football. It's funny because I I, I directed the second episode of the whole run of Ted Lasso, and I, it was the first one with actual gameplay. And I was the director who was tasked with figuring out how this show is going to shoot soccer. Yeah, that's when you go ODP. No, no, I figured it out. You did well with them. We had to the the pitch, as they say, mm. the soccer field. I'm already out. By the way, I hate this. Okay. No, no, no. Do no I, I just mean I'm going to finish
0: this. No, no, no. Not this. I'm a director, and they go. They call the field the pitch. I'd be like
1: fucking get over it. No, it's very important <laughs> to these people in this in this in this game. The pitch is so sacred that I got to the field and for the tech scout and they said, um, the greensmen are there who maintain the the pitch. And they said, "You can't bring any equipment on this field." And I said, "What now?" And they said, "You can't bring a single piece of equipment on this field." And I and this is an enormous soccer pitch. And I said, "How are we supposed to film on it?" This is and this is not like something a steady cam operator could run around with all day long. It's enormous. Yeah. So um, you mean you need a dolly. You need like track. I needed track. I needed dolly. I needed cranes. I needed lights. I needed yeah. all the equipment that you see if you ever see behind the scenes of a movie. I'm telling your audience, I know that you're familiar. Um, we needed to put all of that on the pitch. Most importantly, we had to figure out a way to move the camera on the pitch to capture the soccer in, in, a, in a way that was fast that they would go along with. Um, so along with the cinematographer and the key grip, I came up with this idea. There's these giant tires they often use on beaches. They're like inflatable, huge tires. Oh yeah. You see them, um, on the light, uh, uh on the big lights, the big, heavy, like 20 K lights. They, in order for the grips to wheel them in sand, they use them, but they, I, we came up with the idea that if we put a remote controlled head on, on a three wheeled tricycle like, vehicle that was not motor operated but that two grips in soccer cleats could run with that the it would be light enough that it wouldn't touch the pitch or hurt the pitch at all and the green's been signed off on it and it could be remotely controlled from the sidelines by the operator and together we all invented that well and that's how all the soccer scenes in ted lasso are shot
0: cut to just a stogie smoking jersey crew <laughs> shooting in the cemetery willy-nilly Hey, put that. Put my sandwich on. Esther Roman died 1892. And they just put it on someone's grave. But not the soccer pitch. Not your precious little round ball game.
1: I know. That's funny. That's true. I didn't know what you were talking about until you were talking about just what it's like to shoot in the cemetery. I saw that. I saw that you didn't get it. And I liked it. But I was trying to yes end you, but it took a while to find out where you were going with it. I didn't know if it was a garden estate reference because my film shot in, in the cemetery. cemetery. Oh yeah. I forgot. Did you what? catch the Jackie Hoffman, who's the woman who sings once, twice, three times a lady? Yes. And and also says I'm the one who made you a shirt. We try it on in case you don't leave for another nine You know, yeah. see for another nine years. She's the woman yelling fuck boy in, in a good place. I did notice okay. I I wanted a little little I put in a little Easter egg for you. And I I think I
0: asked you about that the first time I watched it because she goes, fuck boy, that's what they call him. Get off,
1: get off my lawn, get you shirtless. Off, get, f- no, get him out of our neighborhood. Uh, you, you, you Shirtless, fuck. fuck boy. No, then she goes, uh, try, she improv this. Yeah. This amazing comedic actress, Jackie Hoffman, New York staple. She says, try fucking now with your wet, flaccid cock. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> I didn't write
0: that <laughs> Your movie's so great. One last compliment about your movie because the tension is so high that you need these moments. Yeah. Okay. And when they happen, you're like, ah! It's yeah. almost, it's like, a, it's salty and sweet. You know I what love I mean? that. You, it's
1: my favorite form of, of, yeah. of storytelling yeah. is that I'm going to get you to the point where there's tears welling in your eyes, ideally, and then I'm going to make you belly laugh. Yeah. No, That's my favorite form of entertainment personally. So I, I aspire to do that. Yeah, it's wonderful. Have you won Garden State, Q? I'm not even a
0: huge Garden State head, but here we are. Go ahead. Have you watched it in the past 10 years? No,
1: I don't really want to watch it anymore. Yeah. I don't even want to watch a good person currently. I'm just, I think you get to a place where you're, you've are you seen it so many times. Well, that was my other question, is can you
0: watch it? Like, Have you ever seen Garden State? I don't think yeah. you've seen it. I no, have. I know you have, but have you? Because every shot is a memory, every shot is no. a choice, every yeah. shot is all this stuff. And
1: it's also became such a, juggernaut of a zeitgeisty thing thank god that was awesome and life-changing but i think now it's so it just feels um uh, sensitive or something I, I don't i don't know it's it's i don't want to watch it there's an earnest i love that people love it yeah it's very earnest it's
0: very it feels it feels hard on sleeve so i oh, think yeah, it would be i was vulnerable. very
1: it's the first thing i ever wrote
0: that's what I mean. And I was very young. I, I, this isn't code for there's mistakes in it. I'm saying like oh. it's an earnest movie. Yeah. And going back to anything that you made in
1: earnest in that age, yeah. you'd be like, You should ah. see my student films. I mean, they're I'm proud of them for what I did at 20 years old, but I look at them and cringe going, oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: I also, I remember I'm such a, I want to be an outlier. I remember Natalie Portman being like, do something that's never been done. And I remember being like, I wanted your character to go, me not doing this has never been done. Like me saying no to your stupid game. But
1: that's how personal that movie was to me. (laughs) I used to do that. That's straight out of my own life. All of that. You would say, do something that's never been done? No, never told anyone about it until I wrote into a movie. But I would, to myself, go, no one in the world has ever stood on this spot, made this wacky noise, patted their head, done this shimmy like i have done something that no one has ever done on yeah. earth and yeah. so i would just kind of make myself giggle with that i love it and then i wrote it and i wrote natalie doing it in the movie
0: that's generous yeah. that's you gave that's what you're doing this is mdma zach
1: you took like a gem and you gave it to natalie and you were like but it's for me i mean it's no, it's, I know, it's I know. this brilliant actress doing it for my story yeah it's no, the same I, thing with florence and morgan I, and they, i'm i'm to me they're two of the finest actors alive and I get to watch them interpret my words. That's that's the coolest thing I've found yeah. about making art.
0: That's what old Grady Gerwig said of all the things she's done. Directing someone else saying her lines was the biggest yeah. thrill.
1: Oh my goodness. What? You referenced Florence's A.A. share in the movie. I mean, watching her do that, watching Morgan uh, say lines I've written and he's yeah. been one of my favorites forever. Yeah. Um, well... And, you know, and wish I, I was here. I made a movie it. with Manny Patankin and watching, oh, I'm just um, always been one of my favorites, watching Manny Patankin say words I'd read. Battleship Patankin, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> the baby penguin will actually walk For I love four that you always miles. go back to Penguin. You know, I, I, I he lost yeah, yeah. a bet to me. And, what uh, was that? He, he had to do my outgoing voicemail message. Hello, you've reached. Hello, this is Morgan Freeman. Zach can't come to the phone right now. Please leave a message. Can you play it? No, it's has it's delete, been deleted. But <sighs> this is back when I directed him in uh, Going in Style. Love it, need it. What happened was I played it so many times that it, it, it started like it getting... It wore out like a record. <laughs> it kind of did. It got like degraded. I didn't think that something digital could get degraded, but it did. And by the end, I was still trying to show off to people and it was like... <laughs>
0: what was his vibe when he did it? Was he like,
1: <sighs> or was he like, all right, I lost the bet. It was in front of the whole crew. The bet was whether he was wrapped or not. And I'm the director, so I'm like, I know that this is your last shot. He was wrapped early that day. And I said, this is your last shot. And he goes, no, it isn't. I'm like, yeah, it is. I promise you, you're going to be wrapped early because I'm just the last shot I need of you. And he's like, no, I don't believe you. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I'll make you a bet." And he goes, okay. And I okay. said, okay. okay. And I made All the bet. Right. I said, if you lose, I, you do my outgoing voicemail message. And I, I was like, I'm definitely not going to lose now. I'm not going like, to spontaneously add a shot because I yeah. want this fucking yeah, yeah, message. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was standing like you know, literally uh, on the waterfront in Brooklyn, uh, in, in in front of a, like a hundred person crew. We like paused shooting for a second for Morgan to record my voicemail message. <laughs> one take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He only really likes to do one take of anything. Oh. I mean, really? he, I have to push him to do more, but I think what we, happens is you I do think take we got one. It. What happens is you do take one, right? <laughs> and then anyone who knows, who's made anything knows that you go, okay, that was a good lesson for us all. Yeah, we, we learned a lot. We all learned a lot on take one, and now we know that we're going to move that there. Let's close those blinds. Can you not put the cup there? And hey, the background, could you would you mind walking a little bit sooner? And on that line, make sure that every, you do... Know, the director has notes for everybody, right? But uh, when you direct Morgan Freeman after take one, you go, all right, uh, that was great. Let's go again. Why? Wow. Wow. Why? 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 <laughs> just why from the other room. Why? 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 Child? Why? Why the penguins will ask why? <laughs> I
0: was trying to get in his voice. I went with child and it sounded like the wrong choice. Why? Why? Hey,
1: Zach. Zach, I why? I have a quick question. Hello, this is Zach Braff. Why? Hello. You've... I guess I just missed my friend, Andy Dufresne. Why? Andy Dufresne was a tall drink of water. Andy Dufresne crawled through six miles of human feces. Would
0: he do that? No. I, if I was him, it would be so fun to just...
1: Yeah, I'd be having dinner. We're having he, dinner. He's and happy be like, to talk about stuff. Zach
0: cut into his baked potato with vigor.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> funny. He salted it a I little too I learned a lot. Long. I got so many anecdotes out of him. But he, he told me um, when we were recording... So when you, when you rap... Shooting, Morgan has voiceover in in my movie, as you know, and um, you do a temp track of the voiceover because you're going to need it in editing. The assumption is, of course, you're going to come back yeah. and one day record it in a in a perfect sound booth. Um, but you need the you need the voiceover for editing, so you're going to grab it on set in a little makeshift sound booth with sound blankets. And he told me, he goes, "You're not going to re record this," and I said. Oh, really? And he goes, yes, on Shawshank, um, he just, uh, Frank Darabont just used the temp track because he never, he fell in love with it. And that's actually what happens. He's right, is that you then go cut with it for so many weeks and you fall in love with it.
0: Guess who that happened to? Oh. Ben Schwartz, Sonic the Hedgehog. He did the temp and they fell in love with it. Oh, really? They're like, you're Sonic. That's what you want to be, the temp track. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, I didn't mean to sideline a captivating Morgan Freeman. Yeah, you hijacked superstar. a you
1: hijacked you hijacked a very limited edition Shawshank Redemption With a ben anecdote. Schwartz With a ben Schwartz. The Ben Schwartz Sonic, the Hedgehog anecdote. I mean, I'm living in regret. I, <laughs> no, I love I am. Listen, I love Ben Schwartz. Who doesn't love Ben Schwartz?
0: <laughs> Hollywood loves Ben Schwartz. They do.
1: Isn't everyone. Isn't everyone isn't every he, single one of them. Isn't he the voice of 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 the Star Wars Rolly thing? BB eight? BB eight. BB8. BB-8. BB-8. I don't, I don't think know. that's BB-8's voice. He's the voice of some Star Wars creature. Beep boop, beep boop, shaboop That one. Yeah. Cups.
0: What was the other one? Well, give me another, Morgan, that I won't ruin. Um... Anyway, so he just oh, so my is, point this one's is not done.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, this one's not this done. This one's not done. No, just the end is that he was right. You you cut with the voiceover and 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 it's and also the actor, when they're recording it, even though they've just wrapped, they are so in the space yeah, of the yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not coming back yeah. four months later and yeah. being like, Oh, let me do this. Trains arrive on time. Right. There there's a there's a and also it's funny, you do it. Traditionally, you would do it as the last thing. Oh, Morgan's wrapped, but before you go, we just gotta get to. T- oh, and so yeah. there's they're emotional. They've just delivered this art, and the last thing they're gonna do is this special little voiceover, and so it has this yeah. extra magic to it. Yeah. So he was right. We never we, we I didn't even I didn't even record the second one because I didn't want to touch it. It was perfect. Why? Why? So yeah, part of the job of directing Morgan is to convince him that there's gonna be more than just one take. Wasn't Jack Nicholson in that as well? In uh, I'm wrong. In going what? in style, I thought that was no. It Jack. was uh, Michael Caine, Alan, Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin. Um, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it was a big movie. It was my my only uh, studio film I've directed, and it was um, a, right. gig- a enormous circus of, of people. Oh, I thought
0: you were going to say failure or something. I, I'm
1: really no, no, scared. the movie made I think eighty million dollars or something. It wasn't it wasn't a failure. Yeah. Just, it just I didn't
0: think it was. I was worried for you that you were going to be like it was a huge monumental circus. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I thank I, oh, no, no, no. I was happy for you. I was happy
1: for you. I'm gonna have some weird water. Why are you doing this, Dave? I'm trying to do Alan Arkin. Oh my God, Glengarry Glen Gary Ross. you had yeah. me. I could use some coffee. People come, they take the
0: phones. What kind of what kind of operation? <laughs> they come and they take the phones. You know
1: that I, this is a humble brag. Nothing comes out of your mouth but bile. Can I tell you a humble mm, brag? How fucked up you are. I just watched this movie with Al Pacino. Which one, Glen Gary? You
0: watched Glengarry Gary with Al Pacino. With Al Pacino. Was he like? I, I
1: like this. Who is this? I sat next to him. We <laughs> sat next to him and watched the movie. What do you mean? I'm going to invite you to uh, a super secret club of people who've watched that movie with Al Pacino. No, of of Al Pacino. Um, if you're in this super secret club, every once in a while, gets motivated and screens one of his films and then does a little Q and A after. I'll now take your questions. And yeah, exactly. Stupid fucking cunt was not a riff. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Glen Carrey's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite movies. And I was invited. I know Al just as an acquaintance a little bit. And I know that boy, Zach Brath. Yeah. And I know him I know him a little bit, just acquaintancy. But I was invited, and I don't I've been to a couple of these. I saw Godfather One with him. And What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Swear to God. I didn't sit next to him, and I went up, but it's, we're talking about like 30. He's people. in the room, though. Dude, we're talking about 30 people in a screening room. I got to take a piss. Can we pause? Would anyone mind if I pause real fast? That's a pretty good album. Your Pacino's better than your Freeman. My Pacino is second to none. <laughs> he, um. Anyway, on, with Glengarry, uh, we also watched um, Cruising. Give me the Glengarry. Well, Glengarry, I just all, the only story I really have is that I sat next to him, which was unique. You were next to him, literally, movie theater seat next to him. All train compartments. And smell he's got the fun, leaf shit. he's got the best l- humorous lines in the movie. Um, so every time I laughed, and I wasn't playing it up because I was next to him, I was ch- I love the movie. I was genuinely yeah, laughing. Yeah. I could catch. This is just so amazing. It says so yeah, much about us yeah, actors yeah, that yeah, even yeah. if you're Al Pacino and you're still like, you're still looking in your periphery to enjoy the person that's yeah. laughing at your work. Isn't that incredible? I don't care the god vishnu too on top of it yeah sign the deal you want to know the first you never open your your mouth mouth until until you know know what what the the shot is you fucking child you fucking child this is a kind of never open your mouth until you know what what the the shot is you fucking
0: child guy couldn't find his dick with two hands on the map
1: When I first got out of college, I, one of my, my audition monologues would be Shelly the Machine Levine telling... Shelly the Machine! Telling, telling... Uh, Rick. <laughs> Rick! You should do a one-man Glenn Gower. You can do all the impressions. you got the memory of a fucking fly!
0: I can't do uh, Ed Harris. But
1: you can do a pretty decent lemon. Rick! Rick! <laughs> Twenty-three oh six. Twenty-two minutes please. by the kitchen clock. Not a word. Not a motion. Is my arm getting tired? No, <laughs> I did it. And he's going like, like in the old days, like I used to do, like like you taught me. Wow. And he goes. And, he goes, and then Pacino goes. Wow. If I did. If I did. <laughs> no, sorry. Great sales, Sally. No, no, sorry. I switched. I fucked up the characters. He goes. He goes. Ah. I think Pacino goes to lemon, like you taught me. And he goes, no. Well, yeah, that's did. right. Shelley and, goes, no. I, well, if, if I, I did, did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, why are we not best friends? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would. We have the exact same uh, interests.
0: I know. And there's a weird Jersey Boston thing happening, like, like, like sensitive boys from kind of roughneck places. Does that is roughneck offensive? <laughs> yes. I just mean
1: tough places. Yeah, I went to a tough high school. People would beat the shit out of each other after school just for kicks. They would get in a fight. You would just hope that you were never on the list of someone who was going to be beat up. <laughs> who books that? I don't know. But Someone's watching. Did you, you have fights get... at your school? Not too many. My nightmare was like that it would ever happen that it'd be like, you know, it spread through the school. You know, like, you see you're, 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 who's fighting? Who's fighting? Yeah. It's going to be uh, Zach.
0: There were scheduled fights, which yeah. I never understood. Yeah, after school. It was like this kid and this kid are going to fight. Everyone would I would, would always know. try to stop it. I'd be like, why don't you just not go or like apologize no, like had, what is you, the you issue you have to
1: show up you gotta show you oh. i'm also
0: here to say you don't have to show
1: do you think your, your <laughs> listeners would mind if we just keep reciting glengarry to each other i'm
0: trying to think of other lines <laughs> well the first line in the movie is 2306 please it's his
1: daughter's hotel room uh ho- hospital room i love that monologue that shelly the machine has about recounting proudly his sale rebate so, no at the end of the movie when he's about to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember how it goes. But he talks about how he sits with the couple and he says, now... Harriet and blah, blah, and I how is the time? Now, now is, is the time. time? Hold up oh, my hand. 23 minutes, 22 minutes by the kitchen clock. He's holding his hand there for 22 yeah, minutes. Yeah, for 22 yeah. minutes, he holds his hand there. Yeah. 22 minutes by the kitchen clock, not a word, not a motion. Is my arm getting tired? No. I point back to the living room to a sideboard. I, I didn't even know she had a, sideboard. a sideboard. I <laughs> didn't even know what
0: a sideboard is. no, no. She no, brings no.
1: out the shot glass with the little yeah get, with the get, pattern around he, it, and, and he, he goes, "Uh huh." No, doesn't he say like fucking Niborch or something like that? Yeah, I forgot. It. I didn't know. I didn't even. I didn't even know there was a sideboard in there. Yeah. I point to yeah. the living room to the sideboard. Bring out the little shot glasses with the with the pattern.
0: Oh, there's a part where he goes. She brings out coffee cake, and he goes, "Fuck her." He goes homemade, and he goes from the store. He goes fuck her.
1: <laughs> I say now is the time. <laughs> they signed. They signed Ricky like in the old. Days. And this is when the this, I did it. Like he goes, I did it. I did it like in the old days, uh, like I was taught. Then right. he says, like you, taught like you me. taught me. Well, if I did, yeah, yeah. And then it finally and it goes, get the chalk,
0: get the chalk, Williamson, and Williamson, out, and, and it's just like a play. The tone changes. What about this Like guy? the spell
1: has been broken. Scandal acknowledged. Scandal acknowledged. I'm trying to run an office here. Now, will you go to lunch? Go to lunch. Will you go to lunch? Pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: an ironic I five.
1: When he puts the gum in? Scandal
0: acknowledged. Scandal acknowledged. <laughs> We're talking about Kevin Spacey for people who don't know.
1: But he puts in the gum. I imagine this podcast got very boring people that don't know Glenn Gary Glen Ross. I don't Ross. care. <laughs> no, I,
0: I was doing Kevin Spacey saying I don't care. Well, what,
1: what time, time is it? Is it?
0: Oh, you have oh shit oh shit i gotta go yeah we all have to go well thank you for having me let me just send this text uh oh shit buddy
1: wait you're gonna cut this out is there a brief cut out one moment
0: no i like these moments this is when they order breakfast on comedians and cars it's always the best part how does zach text he's a double thumb guy he holds it both hands looks very sharp line
1: Like that. All right. Listen, I really do think you'll like the shampoo. Your hair looks fantastic. Thank you. You recommended a cafe where I'm gonna meet a friend and no, don't wash your hair. That's the problem.
0: That's that's the shampoo for guys that don't wash their hair. I'm telling you.
1: You wreck this is gonna fuck up my hair because it's it's not gonna fuck up your hair.
0: It's it's non shampoo shampoo. This isn't even an ad. They're not even paying for this shit. This is a gift for you. If your secret is don't wash your hair, this is how you wash your hair.
1: Can I ask you something? Is this a sponsor of your show?
0: It is, but it's because I love them.
1: I'll try it. You're gonna. Love I've it. tried everything else. You're gonna. I love don't it. know that that calmed me down. I think your kindness, kind of, kind of, I Yeah, it might be psychosomatic. I think that your kindness. <laughs> I think that your kindness and You're overall energy. my sales force. <laughs> I just want to come over here once a week and just sit here. We don't need the mics and just quote Glenn Gary with each other. <laughs> can we
0: watch it? Can we make a day to watch it? Want to watch it with Al? I'll try and get Al.
1: <gasps> no, in all seriousness, you can join the super secret club. I'll get you in. You've missed Godfather, Godfather 2, Cruising, and Glengarry. Can Garrett. you do of a Woman? We should do Son of a Woman. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! The History of My
0: Skin by Charles Sims.
1: I auditioned for that part. Really? Yeah. Well, did you get it? Not for Al's part. For um, Chris. Chris. What's his name? Robin. Robin.
0: His name is not Chris Robin. He became Robin, though. Christopher Robin chris, chris O'Donnell. o'donnell nice pull
1: there was a time when chris o- chris o'donnell was going to be matt damon but then matt damon became matt damon <laughs> chris o'donnell do you remember? got the part and when i saw what he did he was wonderful in the movie i i um said oh my audition wasn't that good well i had some clear
0: soul my roommate gave me <laughs> that's when he says the history of my skin by charles sims <laughs> I, I had a tumblr called the history of my skin by charles sims do funny. The, the movie funniest. holds up that movie means
1: a lot to me. I love that movie, but I haven't seen it in over a decade. That movie
0: to... was my first like father figure. like, And my dad used to take me to New York, and it made a big difference in my life. Because like, New York's so scary. And he like took me into the city and parked a Winnebago in Staten Island and was like, ah, who cares? I was like, just pure confidence. He really taught me a lot. And, and then I saw that movie. I wrote my dad a two-page, single-spaced letter on an Apple IIgs, just thanking my dad for teaching
1: me how to be confident after I watched that movie.
0: That's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? That's can what movies can, can do. tell you my
1: conundrum? Yeah. Um, I asked you if there was a cafe where I could meet a friend yeah. over in this area of town. I told you all time. Yeah. And um, and I just, we're running late, which is great because I could talk to you all day. But yeah. um, I said, okay, all time. Pete suggests all time. Yeah. The person just texted me saying, hey. There's a line. Waiting out front, they're closed because it's between lunch and dinner. Oh, Okay.
0: Uh, well, I'll take you to another place.
1: I'm also meeting a friend out front. And we'll walk somewhere But you've 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 there's a human being that's standing on a curb because of you fucker <laughs> From I right, from you. the store. I love uh, being on your show and I love hanging out with you I love I, can you we be, being can on can the we show be friends in real life. Yeah, anymore? I really only do this to come hang out with you
0: What do you think? We care about promoting a movie or my yeah, well, special. Please do check out a good person. I we do we do we do. I just mean like you're you're an always on. All right. Would you say it? That's what I have to say. Yeah. How do I say it? Well, you were the voice in uh, Chicken, Chicken Run. Yeah. Would Chicken you do Little? it as my Chicken
1: Run? Oh, sorry. I have to summon uh, Chicken. Little. Hold on. The sky is falling. Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> One guy just came so hard. I'm <laughs> just like.
0: Oh! Oh, ah, Chicken Little's back! One guy. One guy. Thanks, hey, Mike. I love you. I love you, Steve.